Do you believe in love after love? I can feel something inside me say I really don't think you're strong enough, no Do you believe in life after love? I can feel something inside me say I really don't think it's strong enough, no I think it gets better every time. Be beautiful as always. <laughs> Na- nailed it. Okay, so we got Cher out of the way. Yes. Thank God, because I was dreading doing that one. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome back. Episode 18. Episode 18. Thank you for checking back in on us. We are still alive and here. Kicking. Uh, alive and kicking. We, uh, we kind of had some technical difficulties last weekend. And almost had it again this weekend. Oh, geez. And uh, I don't know what's going on. So so the reason why we didn't have an episode out last week was because uh, Ableton Live, which is the meeting we run and record our, pl- our show through, decided to not recognize the audio drivers in my PC for the uh, mixer that we have. And then all of a sudden, it just worked again. Yeah, it just arbitrarily Mike was decides. packing up ready to go. He's like, well, listen, I can't leave T.O. home alone all fucking day because you told me this worked, and it wasn't working when I got here. My time is valuable. I understand that. And I was just like sweating bullets over here. I was ready to reboot my whole fucking computer. I'm like copying files onto my hard my hard drive, out, you know, my, out, my external hard drive. And I'm like, oh, my God, we got to get this working. And then we tried a different medium to record the podcast in, and that wasn't even working. So I was like, fuck, my plan B is totally screwed. Yeah. And then I go back into Ableton, and... Every, smooth as butter. It's working. Like like nothing ever happened. So I wanted to clip one more clip for the show, and I was like, you know what? I'm not, not even going to try, not because it totally it. fucked it up. The last time I tried this, while Mike was sitting here literally eating beef sticks, <laughs> waiting for me to get the show on the road... And then all <laughs> you didn't have to tell him that. <laughs> yeah, he's eating beef sticks and chugging an iced tea out of a half gallon container right in front of me, and all of a sudden it doesn't work. I right, offered right when he's here. I offered you a beef stick. I know. Just for, I turned it down politely. Just I was, for clarity. I I was still kind of full from breakfast. I wanted to give Jeremy my beef stick. So yeah, well we're here. We're back. We're doing it. Episode eighteen. We're doing it. Finally on the books. We're we're gonna try and keep this every week. As long as the technical side stays up and, and works, at least when Mike is here, yeah, <laughs> we'll get an episode in. Absolutely. Um, so anyways, uh, we've missed a little bit from the last week. Um, but, and but actually, the when you've missed two full years, missing two weeks is not a big deal. Oh, that's true. So, one full year. We oh, sorry, one full, one full year. year. But, so we're but good. So, yeah. We're Gucci. We're still good. Okay. I mean, I thank you for everybody who asked where our new episode was. Yes. That was cool. Indeed. By the way, um, I don't think we mentioned this. Shout out to the people who are downloading our fucking show in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. It's shady as fuck, but thank we, you. <laughs> we had, what, 12? Last time I checked, Something it was like, like 12 downloads yeah. in like a week or two. And you know what the thing is? It's probably just like some dude in a taxi. <laughs> like, it's just looking for stuff try, to listen to. Trying to like translate. Like some, some American <laughs> He's learning English from us right now. <laughs> some American tourist probably was like, "Ah, oh, true story, dude." How'd you How'd you bro. learn English, man? Uh, true story, bro. Podcast actually. <laughs> These two fucking jackoffs in Pennsylvania <laughs> talking about bullshit, you know, and uh, jerking each other off under the table. <clears throat> oh my god! It's that was it's when I saw that I was like, "Whoa!" I I think next week that's you, probably the biggest download reach we've had outside of the country, other right. than I think Canada. Right. I think we had. 
There was a, a Australia time, had we, a couple. There was a time where we had uh, a handful. Ireland. Ireland, yes. There was a Ireland. handful of people from Ireland. Um, but, yeah, interesting. Know, yeah, definitely interesting. an interesting mix. Um, I was surprised to find out that we did have, I looked into the metrics, and we had Georgia. The country Georgia. No, no, Georgia, the state. Oh, okay. We had Tennessee. We had oh, some, oh, we you had, meant this. Okay, yeah. yeah. We, we had some. Uh, we had some southern states. We had some southern states, which I didn't expect because, you know, we're not yeah. very nice to the south. Well, but, we're not very nice to conservatives of the south. That's true. That's true. Our, the racist conservatives right. our li- of the south. Our, some li- of them, our, liber- our liberals in the south, you're more than welcome to listen. Yeah. Well, we hope the conservatives listen too. Just know you're going to get bashed. I hope they listen during the uh, when we had um, your your fake MTG on. Oh, <laughs> that was real, Jeremy. Was it real? Yeah. Why are you? Oh, never mind. Hold on. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> I never left. <laughs> I clicked female. Jeremy fucked that all up. Shit. He clicked. He clicked female, and I'm just sitting there looking at him like, I can't talk. I can't do it. <laughs> it's the wrong one. You should have pressed it yourself. I was waiting for you to do it, and you didn't do it. Oh, you're, Mr. you're Mr. Producer now. Yeah. You do it. Whatever. You press the fucking button. <clears throat> so anyways, we're going to get into it. Um, We're back. Uh, First thing yes. of news to talk about. It's, it's going to be sad, even though we just started off with a funny share rendition. Yeah. Um, it's our first serious uh, story today. Yeah, we're getting into it. So we wouldn't have caught this in our last podcast. Um, so we well, actually, we might have. No, po- possibly. Yeah, we, it was. It was what Friday night. Yeah. Um, so we're just gonna get into it. Mm. So the Foo Fighters lost Taylor Hawkins uh, the other week. He uh, was. They were down in Colombia doing a Lollapalooza tour in South America, and uh, apparently he reportedly. Um, had some chest pains, called the uh, front desk uh, to get somebody from the hospital, and when they showed up, he was unresponsive, and CPR did not work, and he passed away in his hotel room. Um, Taylor Hawkins died last week, and I want to say Saturday, maybe Friday night, at the age of 50. He was survived by wife Allison, uh, three children, Oliver, Annabelle, and Everly. Um and he will be dearly missed. Uh, and obviously the Foo Fighters canceled all their remaining shows for the entire year. Um, so seeing Dave come back from LAX was really tough. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. But, he's crushed. Uh, Second time he's had to go through this. Yeah. And it's like his other brother. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So R.I.P. Taylor Hawkins. Um, Rest in peace. And uh, obviously thoughts go out to the families of... Uh, Taylor Hawkins and and the Foo Fighters, so we're and just the, gonna the rock and roll community in general. Yep, rock and roll, absolutely, especially just joining the Hall of Fame. So here's a cut for from Taylor. That was uh, Taylor singing "Have a Cigar" on a, uh, you know, uh, what do they call it? A B track, almost cover of uh, "Have a Cigar" from Pink Floyd that the Foo's did, and uh, never really released until recently. They had in between, I think they did it the first year of COVID. They started releasing some B tracks and covers they never released before. Mm-hmm. So this was one of them. Um, don't take us down. 
But uh, <laughs> we we do not own the rights. We to don't that own song. the rights. I don't even. I mean, it's a cover, so I mean, yeah, they didn't make money off of it. I, is it even copywritten? I yeah. don't know. The song might be, but we're just paying tribute to yeah. Taylor Hawkins. This is Taylor Hawkins' uh, tribute. So um, sad shit, man. And I'm a huge Foo Fighters fan, so oh yeah, <sighs> just one of those things you don't know. You don't really appreciate the talent until it's gone. It's just you know, it's weird how that happens, but you yeah. you, you realize how amazing. A drummer he actually was yeah when he's no longer here yeah and i'm so glad we got to see him like i said yes. i've told you this uh throughout the like week and a half that since the incident uh so glad we got to see him at least once absolutely <clears throat> got to see him sing it was absolutely even sing like he's cold. doing now in this song um and he, he also sang songs like a cold day in the sun for the food fighters which he wrote as mm-hmm. well and uh sunday rain which paul mccartney played drums on that track oh really yep wow you know, I do remember Dave Grohl telling a story mm-hmm. about how Paul McCartney was like, hey, do you want to get together and jam? Yeah. And Dave Grohl's like, what, what, what am I supposed to say? No. <laughs> it's like, it's Paul fucking McCartney. <laughs> yes. We can jam wherever you want, whenever you want. Hell yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, oh, you know, Paul put out a tribute. Um, one of the first to do it was Chris Martin. He had a show, I think, the next day. Yeah. And he put up a little tribute. Now, there's a running joke between um, the Foo, Foo Fighters and, and Coldplay. Uh and and uh, you have to watch the the one um, documentary on them to really uh, understand it. So, um, but it's just they, they they josh each other all the time, and um, so Chris Martin, you know, good on him. You got a nice little tribute out to him. Played Everglow for mm-hmm. for Taylor and uh, and the fans, and in tribute to him. And it's uh, essentially that song was him losing Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes. And and just becoming another star that'll watch over him when time passes and all that stuff. So very nice tribute and uh obviously um Paul McCartney paid tribute as well as Travis Barker, Chad Smith, of, even during his uh, of Red Hot Chili Peppers fame. Yep, even during his uh walk of what was it, the the star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Right, right. Even during that ceremony, he mentioned Taylor Hawkins and mm-hmm. a little tribute there. And, of course, Alanis Morissette. Alanis Morissette. Came he, out because he was drumming for her. He drummed for her on her live tour. Yeah. When she went big with Jagged Little Pill. Um, well, Chad Smith actually got a tattoo that resembles Taylor Hawkins. Oh, really? The other day. Yep. Wow. Before the Before the ceremony. Wow. He also put him on his drum cover, his, uh, his bass yeah yeah um, wow cover. no way um and obviously snl as well paid tribute last night to um taylor so just a huge a fucking sad man yeah it way, sucks because i it's my favorite band 50 years old 50 gone too soon way too young way too young r.i.p taylor and uh let's get to our show so uh what do we got up next? Hopefully something good, but I oh. d- but I doubt it. Oh no! Oh no! Hold on, we got something good. It is good, <laughs> and let me tell you what: you should be worried. You should be damn worried. How is this lit up? Oh, I'm looking at the wrong one. Okay, here we go. Oh, uh oh! You know where it's you going. Know where that sound is from. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. So that was literally the day after. I, I will, will all of the <laughs> all the Taylor talk, all the Taylor death talk. You know, like it didn't even have twenty four hours before. Jeremy, I'm Jeremy. I'm telling you, the slaps keep coming. Awesome, <laughs> the slaps keep coming. 
Uh-oh. Yeah, you better be worried, Chris. Uh-oh. You better, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm like a little slow with the button pushing today because it's turned sideways to help. It's okay. So, uh, yeah. Uh-oh. Whoa. Chris is worried. So, the Oscars happened. And uh, let's just set the situation up with a little audio clip of the altercation. You know who's got the hardest job tonight? Javier Bardem and his wife are both nominated. Now, if she loses, he can't win. <laughs> he is praying that Will Smith wins. Like, please, Lord. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? <laughs> That was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh-oh. Richard. <laughs> Uh-oh. Here we go. Wait for it. He's still. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. wow. This is so fucking crazy. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Dude, I can't. I, this is so hard to watch. Who? Now it gets wow, hard. Wow, dude. Yeah. It was a G.I. Jane jump. Keep my wife's name. I'm going to, okay? <laughs> I could, oh, okay. <laughs> you know he wanted to say something back so bad. That was a greatest night in the history of television. Okay. <laughs> Good job, Chris. Okay. Oh, man. And he's trying to gather himself. It, it's sad. It's a mess. Um, so, the, yeah, that happened. Uh, Will laughed at that joke. And in the same shot, Jada's rolling her eyes super unimpressed yeah she kind of cracks a smile like mm, you motherfucker yeah so um it's assumed i don't know if anybody's come out to say whether or not he looked at jada mm -hmm. and jada kind of gave him a look yeah or not i haven't heard that yet i haven't either but then he gets up on stage waltzes up you know strut he's yeah. strutting oh, yeah he's fixing his coat and fixing everything. his coat getting ready i don't know what he was thinking and he just fucking threw one out of him. Oh, yeah. Open hand slap. Which is the most disrespectful thing. It's super disrespectful. Well, and to be fair, Will Smith thought it was a disrespectful comment. So yes. he treated it with a disrespectful slap. With a dis he didn't a punch him. He didn't try to pick him up and throw him or like yeah. fight fight him. Right. Um, he kept it short, sweet, simple. Slap, done. Uh-oh. <laughs> I mean, we have a sound for it. So, <laughs> so to me, I personally don't think Chris knew of her situation. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if he would make fun of her still because of it or not. I'm I'm under the impression that Chris might not have known, but honestly, also Chris probably doesn't fucking care. I doubt it. It's a joke. <laughs> I doubt he gives a shit. It's a joke. He picks on people. He picks on people that that. Uh, on uh, that's what comedians do they yeah. pick out an embarrassing thing from someone's life and they roast them a little bit on it mm -hmm. he even prefaced it by saying i love you yeah but yeah and then joke yeah i think it, it, you know i'm sure no one's going to be surprised <clears throat> that i he's a comedian yeah he's there to make people laugh and it made a lot of people laugh it didn't make jada the laugh. whole <laughs> room laugh the it, whole fuck is will gonna slap everyone on those motherfuckers that laughed yeah come on come now. on it was a joke, and it landed. It did. And it might not have landed for Jada, and you, she has a definite right to be upset about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And you don't have to laugh about nope. it. Nope. But 
But why didn't she get up and smack him? Right. That was you the know, other. That was like, the other point that people were making. You, you know, know, if she if she was so offended by it, why didn't she do it? But <clears throat> you know, I don't know. She comes across as very fucking toxic because of the whole interview thing when she brought Will on yeah. and told him to his face that she was cheating on him. Yeah. Well, I, and I, this is why she was cheating on him and that she didn't think it was that big of a deal. Right. And he's crying in front of her. In front of the world. In front of the world saying, yeah, it's a big fucking deal. Right. <laughs> we could, could we have not done this yeah. off camera? Oh, well, I don't, I don't think it was unplanned. It was planned. Well, yeah. But, but still, like the guy pouring his heart out. Yep. I don't know. It seems really fucking toxic that situation, that that, that relationship. I just, it's their relationship. I don't give a fuck. But I, don't go up and slap some dude yeah. because he fucking made it. The whole, all those award shows, all they ever do is get people that make jokes mm-hmm. and help do sections of that show. Well, shit, they had Wanda Sykes host the fucking show. When was the last time Wanda Sykes was was like re- relevant? Relevant. Yeah, she's funny. I she love funny. Wanda. I like Wanda too. But she hasn't done anything lately right. that I've seen, anyways, to make. To make her be the person that presents the Oscars. Yeah, yeah. And then she did it with... Um, I forget who she was with. Oh. They were up there going, the, gay, 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 gay. Who's the joke stealer that was oh, up there? Oh, oh my God. She was the most Amy offensive Schumer. thing. Amy, Amy Schumer. Look, Amy Schumer was the real fucking... She's a joke She thief. was the real tragedy. She's on, a joke yeah. thief. She is did you by, see those videos? Dude, she is by far one of the unfunniest people I've ever seen in my life. She's cringy funny. Hands down. One well, of the most... She, it's you, cringy because, like, you can tell she, she didn't write that shit. She didn't write a lot yeah. of her jokes. Well, and let's let's you want to talk about problematic jokes? Look up some of the shit Amy Schumer. Oh, she's has said. yeah, she said some shit. Yeah, Amy Schumer has said some stuff. It's not even it's not even it's not even remotely funny. It's just flat out racist. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, um, so the one the one that we keep having discussions with in our inner circle, Remy, um, shout out, shout Remy. out Remy, shout out Remy. Um, he posted something I thought was, Oh, <laughs> Remy, relax. I, I can, I don't can, beat my, I know you can beat both of our asses I, with the same punch, but I can, I, I, I can hear Remy's. He's, <laughs> he's clenching he, now. He's, he's, he's opening up his Facebook DMS. Yeah. He's about to send us a message. <laughs> so no, but Remy posted a video the other, um, midweek, I think I saw, uh, and, uh, oh, by the way, shout out to all three of us not being Facebook banned. I know. This we're, is like the first time It's rare that we're while. all three unbanned at yeah. the same time so we can have these discussions online. Yeah. But um, so he posted the video, and, and it makes me understand where Remy's coming from to Absol- a degree. Absolutely. Um, did you see this video that he posted? No, but I understand where he's coming from because I talked to him about right. it. Right. <clears throat> so the video he posted was it was um, Chris Rock with Louis C.K. Oh, and Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld and, and Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais. They're all sitting there. They're talking about the N-word. Oh, they're just dropping it left and, and right. Louis C.K. is left and right mm-hmm. dropping it, and Chris Rock is sitting next to him just giving him a pass, yep. saying the only person, the only white comedian, the only white person I know that can say it like, yeah, and, and, and I'd be okay with it, is this guy right here. Mm-hmm. He has street cred. He has this cred. He has mm-hmm. that cred. He can say it, and, and then Ricky Gervais says it. Yep. And then they're like, well, Jerry, why don't you get into that space? And what does Jerry do? Jerry goes, I never found a need to make that word funny. Yeah. And so I never tried. But what else did he say? Respect for Jerry. He said, which is respect for Jeremy, but he said, you Jerry. obviously did. Yes. And he said, kudos to you. 
Because he's getting a pass from a black guy sitting next to him. But that's still, what he acknowledged. Yeah, but he's still he's also acknowledging. But there's a lot of people that were really upset with Louis C.K. and Chris Rock, for that matter. Mm-hmm. For who's Chris Rock to give Louis C.K. a pass to say that word for all of black people? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's no one black person who can just decide. No, but <laughs> that's why you just should just err but, on the side of caution well, and not and say not it. say it at all. <laughs> right? Exactly. That's. I mean, that should just be. Yeah. And then you talk to conservatives. Some conservatives that I was fighting about over this was uh, on Twitter, I should say, um, where <laughs> reality isn't real. Mm-hmm. Um, it is an ultraverse Con- over there. Conservative Twitter. So I was on conservative Twitter, arguing with these morons about what. Oh, yeah, it was not good. <laughs> uh, and they're coming out saying, "Well." <laughs> How are you just offended by a word? How can you just take a whole word out of the entire dictionary of use for the English language and blah, blah, blah? I'm like, you just want to be racist yeah. is what it comes down to. Yeah. You want to be able to say that word and say it without, you know. It, with with impunity. With impunity, yes. yes. You say it better than I do. Of course. I was going to say something else. Of course I do. Um I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're the color guy. You, you come up with whoa, you come, you come Jeremy. In there with the, you come in there with the snaps. Well, Jeremy, <laughs> we don't. That, hey, I'm sorry. that word does not fly anymore, buddy. <sighs> I, what word? Color? Yeah, you racist fuck. That's not true. Is it because I'm pink? That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. Oh. <laughs> sorry, I'm, I, I derailed your train of I'm, thought. I'm reading a book. Um, that says you must look at color. Okay. And that it should be a part of what you see in people. Mm-hmm. Just so that you recognize that there is a difference. Right. Um, I'm going to butcher his name. Where's my phone? Um, it is How to Be Anti-Racist by Ibram. I forget his. Uh, is, it, is it Ibrahim? Or is it? I- um, no, I- Ibram. X. Kendi. Ibram X. Kendi. Sorry, I, I drew a blank on his name in the moment because mm-hmm. I wasn't planning on bringing it up. But, sure. Um, <clears throat> How to be anti-racist. I think I've seen that book for sale at a bunch of places. I have the book. You you saw me with it here in the house. I've seen it at Target though too. Mm-hmm. It's on the shelves there. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm in the middle of reading that book. Um, and he, and he says in the book that you should see the color mm-hmm. of a person. And take that into consideration when you're talking to them and, and interacting with them and treating them. Just to be aware of the situation, your interaction, and the race. It keeps you in check to not be racist in a way. Anyways, there are, can't speak more on it because I'm still in the middle of reading it. But I think there are a lot of people who, uh, I'm going to call them normal people, <laughs> who do that naturally. Mm-hmm. They kind of like... They don't yeah. have. They don't have to remind themselves. Right. Like yes. Oh my god. Oh, they, like in reading this book, I feel like I do that. Right. Like I'm very aware that I'm talking to an Asian person or yes. uh, or, or a black person or a yeah. Mexican person. But, but like to your point, I've seen, I've known people who they you can visibly tell they act differently mm-hmm. when they're talking to a black person. Oh, or when yeah. or when they're nervous sometimes. Yeah, they're like super like uh, um. Um, can, mm-hmm. can, can I still, can I, can I still, just gotta be chill, man. can I still say the shit that I was going to say? Like, just gotta be chill. Yeah. It's like, dude, just, it's your work with this person. Like mm-hmm. you see them every day and get used to it. Mm-hmm. Like they're here, they're trying to do their job. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. It's never been a problem for me, but I do know 
I've have seen that happen though. People mm. get visibly like, uh, um. <laughs> it's now like, some of this will come up later in the show too when we talk about um, uh, KBJ. Um, but we definitely, um, we definitely will bring actually probably uh, another one of Abram's books up mm-hmm. um, in the discussion. So. Um, oh, oh yeah, about some of uh, what's his name's questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. So um, Ted, shit. Ted Cruz, right? I for, yeah, Ted Cruz. I forgot to keep track of the minutes. Fucking for the for the oh, it's podcast okay. notes. I have mm. to go back and listen to the first twenty minutes yeah, or so to see when we change. Fuck, fuck. Oh. And I forgot to use the beginning stuff. Little hand says it's time to rock and roll. Well, we're already rocking and rolling now, aren't we? <laughs> We sure are. We've been rocking and rolling for a good 20 minutes now, Jeremy. Mm. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, um, okay, so we got the... Well, anyways, so going back to the Will Smith story. So that happened. A lot of celebrities come out in Chris's corner. A lot of normal people came out, like everyday people, Joe Schmoes Mm -hmm. of the world. Now, one, no one gave a fuck about the Oscars until we heard about this popping off. And then I immediately didn't because I was in, I think I was watching a Flyers game or something. and They yeah. were losing, obviously, so I changed over to the Oscars. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> naturally. naturally. So, <laughs> so I changed over to the Oscars because I saw Twitter was popping off. And then, uh, and then I'm watching, and they come back from the break, and it literally just happened and went to break. And then I turn it on, and they and they're giving out the next award. And then Amy Schumer's talking about seat fillers, and then literally moves. Uh, um, oh, what's her? Face's name, I for oh uh, I don't know I didn't watch it. Um, no, why am I drawing a blank on her? She was in um, interview with the vampire and the spider. The first couple of Spider-Man movies um, as Mary Jane. Oh um oh what the hell's her name? Oh I'm drawing a blank. I can't think because she hasn't been in yeah stuff that I've recognized anyways recently. Um, well oh. anyway she was moved oh. out of the seat. I'm looking it up right now because it's bothering me. Mary, who played Mary Jane? Oh, I'm drawing a blank on her goddamn name. What the hell? Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten fucking Dunst. So I'm not even going to mention her husband's name because I hit, I'm, I already put my phone away. But she was moved out of her seat mm-hmm. so that Amy can talk to her husband, who's also in the movies um, in a bunch of recent decent movies. Um, and she's talking about seat fillers, and it looked awkward because I don't think he was expecting that yeah and he goes you know you just moved my wife right she's not a seat filler and she was trying to explain what seat fillers are as a joke yeah and it it didn't look like it was comfortable at all of course it didn't so and i didn't know who she moved at first until you know after the show so then they went in did the rest of the show i think um well when chris was on the stage they they did a documentary um oscar which went i think to quest love Yes, he won his first ever Oscar. Yep, uh, which was which would any other year have been huge? Yeah, and it was overshadowed, and it was completely overshadowed. Um, and luckily he he's on Jimmy Fallon, so yeah, yeah. they talked about it on Fallon. Right, he they got, had him up on the stage like a normal guest. Yeah, he got his, which was cool. He got his recognition for that. Yeah, so Questlove. whatever he could get out of it. Yeah, Questlove's the man. I love Questlove. Great drummer. Um. So then they went and did another um, category, and then they went to Best Man. <laughs> well, Will Smith's in Best Man, and it's the one that ends the show. So um, he won, mm-hmm. gave a six-and-a-half-minute speech, 
uh, crying his eyes out and about being nonviolent, if I remember correctly. He did. He's a man of love and not you know not being violent. And I was like, why is he like is he living in his body right now? Does he remember what just happened? I, and in the meantime, during that break, they had like Denzel come up to him and talk to him, and Denzel was in his corner. Yeah. And Denzel said, "Hey, you felt like you needed to do it. You needed to do it. Who who are we to judge you? You know that's how you felt." And and I'm to a degree sure. Yeah, I. If I thought it was justified, but I don't think it was justified. Yeah. But I mean, if he felt like it was justified, who am I to say he's wrong? Mm-hmm. You know, I can I can just say it. I mean, it's still Will Smith. I don't. You know, I I, yeah. I don't know his relationship with Chris Rock. I don't know Chris Rock's relationship with Will or Jada. I don't know if Chris Rock knew Jada's situation yeah. with her hair beforehand, so I can't really. I'm just giving an opinion, my, and it could be totally wrong. Yeah. Well, my 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 theory on it is is like, she's she's obviously strong enough to cheat on her husband, mm-hmm. and tell the entire world that she did that. Yeah. So how are you not strong enough to stand up to a joke? Yeah. Like, come on, let let's get real. Like yeah. you don't that you don't get to pick and choose. But it was it when was, someone fights your battle, like. Nah, but nah. it was. The only difference I would say is it's because it was done on her medium mm-hmm. when she felt comfortable to do it mm-hmm. and talk about her relationship issues, and she controlled that situation. Sure. And well, this one, she, she didn't. She controlled this one. At the end of it, she controlled she con- it. She, she controlled the finish of it. Yeah. Um, maybe not the total finish because Chris is probably going to have the ultimate last say of this. Um, but so Denzel came to Will Smith's aid, not aid, but um, tutor, came, tutelage, came and calm to him, him down, sure. you know, walked with him for a second. And then Bradley Cooper did as well. Um, I don't know what Bradley said. That's not, I don't think that's known as to what he might have said to him. But, uh, and then, so Will Smith wins the award. He gives a speech. You know, he apologized to everybody there, all of his colleagues, apologized to the academy, because I'm pretty sure when he sat there afterwards and said, hmm, I probably fucked up, huh? Yeah. They probably set in. Real quick. Well, they did. And, um, I believe they asked him to leave. They asked him to leave. Yeah. He didn't leave. Um, and they said that the police were notified, but I don't think he knew that Chris Rock said he didn't want to press charges right away because mm. I'm pretty sure the police might have asked him like right away. Yeah. Because they were there on scene. Of course. Um, but so then they allowed him to finish. I'm going to be honest. I'm sure Chris Rock is probably. I'm sure he doesn't want to get the LAPD involved in anything. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we know their history. Ooh, LAPD. Ooh, I don't know about them. Yeah. The LAPD. <laughs> LA, the LAPD leaves. Uh, let's say they leave some things to be desired. Oh yeah. Let's say that. So, he gives a speech, takes the award, and then does the after party thing. Dancing it up, having a good old time, smiling, laughing, just, like nothing fucking happened. Dangerously insane. Yeah. <laughs> Clear, and, he, and he looked at just the whole situation. And where's Chris Rock? Yeah. You know, he's he's licking his wounds. Basically. You know, back at home maybe. I don't know if he has a home. I'm sure he has a home in L.A., but like like what the fuck is he supposed to do now? He's, he's, he's actually on tour right now. He's probably sitting in the green room going, what the fuck just happened? Well, you can tell like when Questlove got up on stage – he kind of like still looked in shock that that happened. Yeah, there's all there's a couple of videos of like showing him afterwards. Like he was not like he was he got slapped silly. Like I'm, he I'm, did not know what to do. I'm like gonna tell you if that happened to me in shock, it, it would have completely taken me out of my moment, my element, everything. Well, I, it did for him because he yeah. was like, oh, we got, I have a documentary to give. I mean, I mean uh, an award for a documentary, yep. and he was like completely baffled. Yep. 
but he still mm-hmm. held his composure pretty well um, and um and did all right for getting the presentation out there getting the award handed out mm-hmm. and then moving on to the break but you can tell like when he went when he did that like i could Ugh, and he want he wanted to slap back so much with words mm-hmm. and tell a fucking joke again but i'm pretty sure the producer in his ear was like just keep moving keep moving keep moving yeah, and he he was just, he was you could tell he was pissed. My uh, so m- my question is, I- I'm interested in understanding why Will Smith reacted that way. Because I'm willing to bet that if <laughs> that if that were Dave Chappelle, oh, he would not have reacted that way. <laughs> Dave Chappelle might might give him a run for his money these days because he's pretty jacked up himself. Yeah. Dave Chappelle's looking a little husky <laughs> these days. Husky? Yeah, like. No, that's not husky. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. He's looking a little cut. He's he's bulky. Bulky. Yeah, he's he's been working husky, out. Husky to me means pudgy. Yeah, husky to me means you've been hitting the gym. No. Oh no. Yeah. I've your I've, definition of husky and my definition are way different. I've I've heard many people use husky as putting on muscle. I've never heard that. Yeah. Well, you're weird, so. Let's get I guess let's get some commenters out there. What do you think husky means? Let's do a poll. Do Does a husky poll. mean you've been hitting the gym or you're fucking fat? I mean, I'm interested in these results. <laughs> I am. I am too. Because I have never heard anybody say that about husky being bulky, like you've been hitting the gym. But but either way, either way, I don't. I used to be called a tank. Okay. But he was referring because I used to be able to run people over, like for football. My coach, my one of my former middle school coaches. Yeah. Yeah. I was a tight end uh-huh. slash receiver slash kicker. I didn't kick at the time for long time listeners. Episode one episode. Yeah. We discussed that. Yes. <laughs> but I didn't discuss being called a tank by my middle school. No, he used just, to call yeah. me tank. Okay. So I took it as a compliment because I, I used yeah. to run people over. Yeah. We, so. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I just don't think that he would have slapped Dave Chappelle. No, no. I don't, I don't think he would have slapped a lot of people. There's, I agree. There's just a feeling inside. You want to know why? For whatever you reason. You want to know why? You want to know why? He treated he treated Chris Rock like fucking caretaker. You want to know why? From the longest yard. Do you want to know why? Why? Everybody hates Chris. Everybody hates Chris. Everybody hates Chris. Oh. Uh, sorry, Chris. Uh all right. Let's uh next. Yeah, I think we beat that one to death. Yeah. We're gonna definitely have to timestamp that one. But I definitely <laughs> I definitely want to hear what your definition of husky would be to yourself. So. Yeah, I don't know. To me, I've heard I've heard husky been used as like, oh man, get a little husky. <laughs> You've been in the gym. You've been hitting the gym. Getting getting a little husky. So, but I mean, I get what you're saying. I have heard it when people like, oh, you're fat now. I've also heard that. That's I, I've but, always heard just hus- yeah. that's that was what husky was all the time. Yeah, I'm interested. I'm also interested to know what people attri- uh, associate that word with. So the next up uh, topic, the why missing shooting. Oh yeah, we you know never, a lot more about this than I do. I actually don't know anything about it. I never followed up on this. It was you told me to put it on the program. Know, we were going to give an update. I thought you were going to give an update. Okay, look. So uh, we broke an, a breaking news story happened a few weeks ago when we were recording. There was a shooting at the Walmart not far from our uh, where we live. Um, long and short of it is it ended up being, uh, some sort of a domestic dispute. A uh, guy caught his wife with another man mm-hmm. and one thing led to another. He shot the guy who was driving this car that his wife was in. He in also multiple areas, multiple areas. He also shot his wife. 
In the head. In the head. He shot the guy in the head, too. Well, um, he died. The dude died immediately. She was in critical condition. Yeah. Last time we checked. Yeah. Dude died immediately. Which was three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> and he ended up driving his car. Into uh, a tree? Well, he, like, like sideswiped a, s- a barter bus and then went, like, up over a median and crashed right into a tree. Mm. Um, so he was pronounced dead on scene. And the, the, the gentleman who shot the gun, he... Uh, apparently just sat down on the sidewalk and waited for the police to come. Oh, really? Because I thought he tried to get on the bus and go. I Maybe. I was told he just sat on the sidewalk and waited. Interesting way to turn yourself in. I'm guessing. He, he would be described as a husky person. I'm guessing. Yeah, he was He was getting. I mean, <laughs> he was he, a hefty guy. He looked like every guy ever on an episode of yeah. Cops. Just, <laughs> just no shirt. Wife beater. No, he had a wife just, beater on. Oh, I thought I thought he was shirtless. I thought he had a wife beater on. Just they might have ripped it off him when he went to did, go arrest But he him. was just, you know, he was half clothed, sweaty, so and it was sweaty. not hot out. <laughs> but <laughs> it was I mean, the middle of February. I don't know. I guess. I guess after I've we never had a shot, good day that day. I've we never had a good day. I've never shot anybody, so maybe you get sweaty <laughs> when you shoot somebody. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, oh, it was uh, not good. Uh, just terrifying. I I even went out and drove by the scene. Oh, yeah. I drove by the scene and I saw everything going on, and I was like, man. I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna go out here and get this scoop, see what's going on, and then I just did not write anything down or think anything. It's great investigative journalism, right yeah, there. Yep. <laughs> you cannot. You cannot do any better than that. <laughs> I I was on site within minutes, <laughs> and I came back with. We nothing. had an eyewitness and who I, doesn't know what happened, and I came back with nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent job, Mike, for the pod. Oh. Yeah. It, yeah. You're fired. It's, uh. So that. Yeah. I mean, it was. Um, it's just it was it was it was close to home. Very close. I mean, I go. I'm there every week, so it's like Mike's always boom. around shootings. Though let's just let's just put this out there. Mike is around areas where there are shootings all the time because he runs a route for his job that is in the city of Reading yeah. and around the the suburb areas of Reading. Yes, and uh, like it's well, all the once time. a week at least <laughs> once a week it, it really he texts feels us that from. Way. A Facebook page that follows all of the uh, radioactivity for f- the fire and police in Reading, uh, in or in and around the city, and it, he he just like snaps us a little a little uh, snagget of um, you know one of their updates, and he's like, "Hey, I'm usually there at this time on Tuesdays," <laughs> or like, "Hey, I was just there about an hour ago." Yep. Hey, I'm about to head there in like 20 minutes. Gonna go the other way. <laughs> <laughs> it's like every week there's something new. It's insane. The the city has gotten really bad. Yeah, it's there. It's a it's a rough streak right there now. There was actually um, with all the young kids shootings um, that we've seen and heard over the last two years. Yeah. Um, the mayor over the after the one in Shillington or near Shillington came out and said the community has to do better as well. And I don't disagree with him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's basically calling out parents to be doing more with their children. Yeah. Um, because it's teenagers that are getting into this shit and they're stealing guns from people. So uh, any any guns they re- they collect from these scenes are half sawed off um, uh, serial numbers on the guns and or f- completely se- you know uh, sheared off, um, and then he's like you know we got to have the community rally around each other and get this done. So they did that this past week or two. They had a community little march in Reading mm-hmm. um, with moms and dads and all kinds of parents and relatives and stuff like that, or like um, guardians of you know kids. They they got into a little march and uh, of the children of the children. So they're starting to hopefully um, 
turn that situation around for the city because it's just it's ridiculous and some people are contributing that to like some potential gang activity yeah um i mean even what was it two fridays ago i was literally i got i got done work a little early and i was at a doctor's appointment and my phone started blowing up and everyone was checking on me because somebody killed someone and dumped them on the bridge oh yeah like right down the block from where i work and it's like i'm Usually going, th- I'm usually literally going across that Broad bridge. Broad daylight. Broad daylight, Broad 5 daylight. o'clock in the what afternoon. What was he, 19? He was young. He was 19 yep. or something yeah, like that? Yeah, the, the, I think the guy who shot him was 19. And oh. the kid was, eight, the guy who he shot was like 18. Oh, shit. I think. So it's just teenagers, man. Damn. It just really seems to be what it is what right now. What the fuck? So stupid. It's tough, dude. It's just, it's real sad, real depressing. Um, but yeah, like you said, we got to do better. Yeah, I gotta mean. Got to do better. Like, like, he, like. The mayor said as well. I mean, it's got to be a community mm-hmm. approach to it as well. It can't just be where you're going to rely on the government to rely on the police to add more police. And they are, by the way, Reading Police is they're well, hiring. They're, they're, they're ramping up. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but like the the one that got dumped on the street, like what what cops going to catch that? Yeah, he probably just, got shot in the car. Probably. And then they dropped them off in the middle of the street. What mm-hmm. cops going to catch that? Yeah. No. Yeah. Unless he's, unless the officer happens is, to be sitting right there. Yeah, and hears the gunshot and <clears throat> sees the car speeding away like crazy, and the guy getting dumped on the. I don't know. It's, it, it things got to change, but it's going to take a little bit. It's definitely going to take a little bit. Yeah, I'm not. And full disclosure, I'm not going to hold my breath. No, I'm not either. It is. Uh, it is the city of Reading, after all. So stay strapped or get clapped. <laughs> <laughs> if you're into that kind of thing. <laughs> words of wisdom from Mike. Um, all right, so that was our update for the Why Missing Shooting. Next. And what are we on to now? Ukraine. Oh, boy. A little bit of Ukraine stuff. <clears throat> um, so in the last week or two, there has been a lot of unsightly shit happening um, from Russia, really. Um, so they were on the doorstep of Kiev for a couple weeks, really. Um, what do they call that? The Oblast? The Oblast. Like yeah. the surrounding areas. Yeah, right. Like almost like the suburbs almost. Yeah. Um, and, uh, they were knocking on the door. They were getting ready to make a push to, to Kiev. Um, but that was somebody's horn. Great. That was like a really long, like. That's like a, hey, I've been out here for 10 minutes. Can you fucking hurry up? Yeah, come on. You told me to be ready. Probably some husband like going, hey, you told me 15 minutes ago you'd be ready. In 15 minutes. That's a sexist joke if you uh, weren't following along there. I'm joking. Uh, (laughs) Uh Oh. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good job, Jeremy. Way that was a that was a sequence of button pushes there. Yeah, it was. We nailed it. Um, so all of a sudden, the um, you know, it, I think I think um, Zelensky got pretty worried about it, and he was like, "We got to really try to make some kind of consensus talk here and stop this fighting." So he tried one last push with Putin to have some peace talks, and um, and I guess. Putin or people close to Putin said that, okay, we'll have a ceasefire as well. And then they lied about that. Immediately violated the ceasefire. Immediately violated it. Like literally before uh, they were even done agreeing to it probably. Yeah. What were the, what were those, um, um, phosphor bombs with the, the phosphor bombs? 
Um, the ones I, that like yeah the yeah the they, phosphorus bombs yeah they're like uh, it's a literal war crime it's a war them. crime yeah um, and they were using those mm-hmm. um, around the time they were supposed to be cease firing yes and um, <clears throat> I don't know if the the talks obviously didn't go anywhere and then um, just this past couple of days they started to pull away from Kiev yeah they're like regrouping. I believe they're regrouping. That's what the analysts are saying. Yeah, what, what might be happening? I don't think anybody. Um, I don't think anyone thinks they're retreating. No, I th- well, I think that some people are are saying that. Yeah, I, but they're probably strategically consolidating their forces. Yeah, to me, in I, places. To, to make, me, that's what I think they're doing to make a push again um, somewhere. Yeah. But so I, I mean, their armor is their armor is still taking a beating. Yeah, and they're losing vehicles every day. Their air force is getting beat up every day. Well, and that was the one thing I learned about um, watching the coverage is that they're those tanks were built for speed mm-hmm. and not for defense, like right. taking on a lot of shelling and and right. and uh, fire from the enemy. So it was to really get them to where they needed to go. If, especially if you're going to invade a, a country the size of Ukraine, yeah. you needed to have them be able to be transported quickly yeah uh and they needed to be light to do so because you weren't going to just get on a fucking train rail and rail them in mm-hmm. from russia into ukraine uh you had to take them on the roads so then they can't you, be you don't want to be sitting ducks well they're they're but they ended up they're being. already like you know they're what the turrets like nine tons the the base of the tanks like 12 tons so you're already at the max of some of these trucks that can haul these things uh, and that's considered a light tank. Yeah, yeah. So they were already, um, you know, putting themselves at a disadvantage with the tanks. So um, so they started pulling back recently. Um, Kiev is, was getting shelled pretty good. Um, a lot of people just dying in the streets, and they're still they were, uh, doing another round of evacuations. Um, and as people were leaving, they were hitting Russian convoys in other towns as they were escaping Kiev and getting killed. Um, just having, you know, in a car, they're just getting fired upon in the car. And just, yeah. The stories coming out of there are just insane. Um, but I believe what they're, they're trying to do is they made such a huge push uh, down in the south, um, coming across from Crimea in the Mariupol area. They're trying to take over the entire... Um, coastline of Ukraine so that they have control of all the ports coming in. Yeah. And then the Donbass, obviously, where they have a lot of control there from the separatists um, over the years, but they made even more ground during the invasions. So I think they're trying to reposition all of their troops in the areas they already have control of to make that further push towards the middle. Now, Kiev is towards northern Ukraine. It's closer to uh, Belarus. Right. Yeah. But even they were they were like shelling Lviv, which is western Ukraine. That's pretty far away. And west. that's where a lot of people have retreated, not retreated to, but um, evacuated to. Lviv is closer to Poland, I think. Closest to Poland. Yeah. Um, which is a bad sign. <clears throat> it's not a great sign at all. <laughs> and uh, the people that wanted to leave Kiev or their other hometowns in Ukraine that didn't want to leave the country entirely went to Lviv. And, now, and then Lviv started seeing some action this past week. Um, which is it's not it's it's a terrible site um, and it might force action against Russian troops by NATO if they do anything to them trying to leave to Poland or Romania 
um, and other NATO countries there. <clears throat> so I'm not sure what we're going to do, what's, what Russia's going to do, but they're not going to let up. No. And I feel like, so Russia also, during these talks, um, the little that they had, they stated that they would let Ukraine keep Kiev. Um, they would let them join the EU, but they won't let. They still won't let them join NATO. And they said, whatever ground you lost just now, you let go. So that means that means the whole eastern Ukraine during over the Donbas, Mariupol, um, all those ports. They they're saying, well, we want to keep that now. Yeah. So if you want if you want us to leave Kiev alone. And the rest of your country will consider you a solitary nation, sovereign nation, um, independent of Russia. Mm-hmm. We got what we need. Yeah, they the essentially we- acknowledging that they weren't trying to denazify Ukraine. Right. They were literally trying to take over its most important right. um, they want economic a, qualities. They want a deep water port. So, yeah. So they can yeah. trade. Well, from Western Russia. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. That's really what they want. Um, so I mean, that was that's the new news of Ukraine and everything that happened there. Um, but I mean, ultimately, no matter what happens in the coming weeks and probably months, you know, Russia has. I mean, as long as Vladimir Putin is in power, they've severed all ties with the West. Oh, absolutely. There's no coming back from anything that's happened now, um, especially even, you know, all the war crimes that have been committed. Uh, I mean, they're Putin's toast. I mean, it's just a matter of time. <laughs> well, it's the crazy thing is all we can hope for now is that it doesn't escalate into a nuclear war. Right. That's really where we're at. I mean, if you know, I just and just today, Poland told the United States that they would be willing to allow the U.S. to um place nuclear weapons inside Poland and just oh, yeah. just have them kind of, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll hold them here for you guys in case you want to use them type of thing. And, and as, soon as, as soon as the United States does that, Russia is going to see that as aggression. Right. And they're going to act all tough and stupid about it. So I'm hoping that the U.S. declines that offer mm. <laughs> and says, nah, that's kind of an unnecessary uh, escalation on our part, so we're just going to stay, stay out of that. Right. And, and, well, and it's that's the thing. Putin was always uh, like, you know, I understand that, like he understood the, to what degree we were helping them, um, but he said, if you do any more, mm-hmm. I'm going to treat that as an act of war against Russia, yeah. and we will respond in kind. And uh, so it always made Biden kind of like tiptoe around. How much and how noticeable the help he we give as America? Yeah, how noticeable that is to Russia. So we were pressing our NATO allies, like, "Hey, you have MiG fighters. They need MiG fighters. You send them. Let's go. Can and you we'll, send them over? And we'll replace them. Like we understand that you know that puts you at a disadvantage, but you're part of NATO. Yeah. We're part of NATO. Well, but you're closer to Ukraine. We if we fly that shit over there, yeah, we're really risking. Yeah. Our well, people, I think especially with our po- resources. With, I think with Poland, especially, what we agreed to was we said, "Hey, you guys give give everything you have to Ukraine, right? And we will replace what you give them, right?" It was that type of deal. So it's coming from Poland, not the United States, mm. right? Know, so that's a, that was a, a a good way to skirt around 
Vladimir Putin accusing us of doing anything. Exactly. It's like, well, hey, Poland did it, not us. <laughs> you know, so it's... Um, but yeah, I mean, <clears throat> there's been tons of uh, videos coming out of just regular Russian people on the streets of like Moscow and St. Petersburg. And like, they're literally just getting scooped up by the police and they're getting their phones taken away and they're getting, it's insane. Um, like a lot of social media has been banned in Russia. Well, and that's the other thing is, um, these, uh, people are, these people are calling home some, cause there's some Russian families that live in Ukraine and some Ukrainian families that live in Russia. So they're calling each other, and what the Ukrainians or the people in Ukraine, whether they're Russian or Ukrainian, when they call back to the family in Russia, a lot of the family are coming back saying, Ukraine's in the wrong. They they have nothing but propaganda over there filling right. their airwaves. They've been brainwashed. So they're literally telling them, no, that's not happening. That's not what we're being told is happening. We're told that Ukraine's full of Nazis. Mm-hmm. They're treating Russians bad. And that's why we're over there. And they're literally saying to the people living in Ukraine, going through these bombings and everything, literally being told stories of their own family going through bombings that, you know, the Russian part of the family is saying, no, you're wrong. Yeah. You're lying. That's your government. They're trying to say to the Ukrainian people, it's your government that got, did, had this happen to you. That's why Russia's bombing you. Yep. They're very... They, pop- they completely... Propaganda. Completely brainwashed propaganda is very effective you know when it's the only thing that you're allowed to see or read every day all day eventually you start to believe it yeah it's um it's disgusting to see Uh, i remember i mean just learning about the holocaust was kind of kind of reminds me of those emails donald trump sends everybody (laughs) oh his uh his hole in one yeah oh my god the hole in one jesus christ do you believe that yeah, I can. I mean, well, I can. Yeah, that was a stupid thing to say. Was that really? Yeah, was the, that really necessary? Did everybody need to have that e- communication? Yeah. Well, and not only not only how dumb it was to email, but the day that he decided to email it to everybody was the day that some of that January sixth stuff came down. Oh yeah, about how he was, um, you know, who he was communicating with. All that time was missing. You know, it's like, by the way, don't worry about any of that. I got a hole in one today. <laughs> Don't and, believe what the media says. Don't right. believe what the media says. And it's just like, you know, he's shining a little light in the corner and all his all his followers just follow the light and they're jumping up and trying to grab it. Yeah. It's like, come on, dude. And you, they're and they're and they're hook, line, and sinker, man. You guys are fucking idiots. They are hook, line, and sinker. No um, no offense. I don't know, maybe offense. I don't know. No maybe offense? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> it's just frustrating. It's an it's annoying and and people believe him and take him at his word and when we went through the Holocaust Museum I knew I knew it was bad when I went as a kid and then just seeing the the similarities between um, Trump's rhetoric and Hitler's rhetoric is uncanny how how he just openly lied one, and one, everybody believed him one would call it textbook it is very textbook. It is very textbook. Um, so yeah, that was um, little Ukraine uh, update. Sad Ukraine, news. Yeah, um, we'll see what happens. Uh, Kiev gets a a little reprieve, but I don't think it's going to be for long. Yeah, um, I think I think I heard some people saying a lot of military strategists were saying that 
this was kind of the end of phase one. Well, uh, yeah, because of the, invasion. of the plan B, because yeah. plan A was to be very quick, sweep just them. over and yeah. done in, in a week. They or thought so. they thought it was going to be like Taliban and, and Afghan army kind of deal where they just lay down their arms. Yeah. Did they not watch like CNN <laughs> leading up to this thing um, when they were like, it's imminent for like a month? Yeah. And they're like showing videos of people learning with wooden rifles. Did they not think they were going to like come across those people and yeah. like, oh, yeah, they're just going to lay them down? Why the fuck are they out there in the cold right now learning how to shoot, learning tactical movements, tactical signs, uh, and, and, and proper mechanics uh, and techniques of, of using an AK-47? They're not going to just lay down their arms if they're going through this. They're going to fight back. Mm-hmm. They think they're a sovereign nation. They believe it. They are. Yeah. They're, they're, they're a democratic nation. They are they are not Russia. They don't want to be Russia. And you can tell there's a lot of They um, don't care if Russia exists, by the way. Yeah, they're yeah. cool with being neighbors. They yeah, were. Yeah. Well, yeah, they were until now. Um but there's a you can tell there's a lot of um and I'm not even talking about just like Tucker Carlson. I'm talking about just like normal everyday people mm-hmm. on social media, on like TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, you name it, Twitter. Mm-hmm. You could they like push pro Russian shit. It's, every single it's day. wild it's so it's, wild and all they it's we've talked about it in a recent episode about the disinformation and i guarantee you that a lot of these people are getting paid to 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 question things yeah. and to well what about this and what about that like they're literally getting paid to influence mm-hmm. the american people and and it's working. It's working. A it lot is absolutely of, working. A lot of conservative it's people, the same especially shit they did for the 2016 election. Yeah, when they when they would lie and make up shit about. I mean, granted, it's not technically illegal to just put out you know shit that shows Hillary is weak. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, oh my gosh, she fainted today. She's weak. She's gonna die soon. You watch. Oh, uh, that reminds me. I forgot. I had her as number nine. <laughs> on my uh, top 10 hottest women list. Oh, Jesus Christ. Mm, I forgot to do that. I don't know. Maybe we can do it at the end of the episode. Maybe. I don't know. I kind of want to go through it. Okay. Well, let's finish. Let's finish up the whole disinformation yeah. thing. So the disinformation is... <laughs> You're laughing? I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> so <laughs> random. So <laughs> I mentioned uh, Hillary and you're like, oh, yeah, she's hot. Oh, yeah. I no, forgot so, about that. Um, <laughs> so... Teach their own. So um, it's the pantsuits. The pants. <laughs> so um, <laughs> do you remember? I'm sorry. Do you remember um, when? <laughs> what's her name? Sang that song to her. Oh, Mary J. Blige. Yeah, Mary J. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like there's no music, dude. It's just her singing. Oh and my they're, god. And they're just sitting across from each other. <clears throat> I don't know how I'd feel if somebody did that to me. Bro. To be honest with you, it is the it was one of the hardest things I've ever watched. <laughs> they were they were locked eyes, bro. bro. It's bad. They were locked eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and Hillary's like, awesome. Thank yeah. you so much. It was lovely. Yep. Thank you for that. It was it was it was odd. It was awkward. It was awkward. Yeah. And hey, Mary J is a queen. Yeah. Yo, don't get me wrong. But that was fucking weird. Yeah. To was, me. You know, she had the same look on her face when that happened as Michael Myers did when <laughs> Kanye said George Bush doesn't like black people. <laughs> it was like that same sort of vibe. Dude. That's a clip I need to get. <laughs> that was, yeah, uh, I'm, 
as the kids would say, that that was a red flag for Kanye. <laughs> we should have known. No. We should have known in 2005. No, 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 no. <clears throat> that was legit, though. Look, I'm not saying it wasn't true. That, but, that no, but, that was legit though. I think that I think that that little episode he had there yeah. on live TV, he was pissed. Well, of course he was, he was. I I do not knock him for that moment. I'm not saying I, I made fun of it. I'm then. not saying I knock him for I, it. I made fun of it for because I, I I can understand why he felt that way because the results were speaking for themselves. My, but dude, Michael Myers but, was, but, looked like he had just seen a ghost. Yeah, He's like you, holy. Shit. I mean, and you're talking you're talking Michael Myers here. You're talking about a guy who fat bastard. He's made a career you're talking about fat bastard. Yeah, this guy's made a career out of making people uncomfortable. Yeah, and he he was just uh, um. He's like, I don't know what just happened. <laughs> it's a, it's a it, great he clip. had that Chris Rock look on his yeah, face. He did. Oh, oh, sorry, Chris. Sorry, <laughs> I know it's. I have to say that clip that was so that was Hurricane Katrina that happened, and then. Oh man, I'm I'm gonna say the clip of Gary Johnson calling Donald Trump a pussy. <laughs> that, that was all, that's top ten. Oh, uh, what that's about um, top ten material? What about um, what's his name? Robert Dean. The oh yeah, the, it, yeah. It cost him the Howard Dean. Howard Dean, sorry. Cost, Howard Dean. Yeah, that was he did that in the primaries, right yeah, or whatever. Something he, like that. His his dude. I can't believe that cost his him. poll numbers plummeted. When I he did cannot that. believe that. In what oh six or something like that cost him the I forget and what I think it was oh eight maybe oh seven oh seven oh eight something like that he was I think he was running against Obama yeah I think that's when it happened the first yeah. time his first election but anyway you know like that cost him an election dude Howard Dean that co- that cost him a, at least a ton of poll yeah. numbers so fast forward to two thousand sixteen. And we he's, have Donald Trump. He's probably sitting at home going, are what? you fucking kidding I, I'm me? I'm pretty sure they interviewed him a few times because of that. They were like, how do you feel that, you know, the Access Hollywood tape comes out and doesn't tank somebody, yep. but you're beyond. Now, get me wrong, it was weird. Tanked you. But I enjoyed it. I like enthusiasm. I, I mean, I didn't enjoy it, but the dude was passionate. I... Well, so, I, see, you know. I was happy for him because he was he right. was happy. He wanted to make changes in America too. Right. I see what you're and saying. And granted, they're they're politicians, so how much can you really you know bank on the promises they're making? But he was enthusiastic. Yeah, he was. He into was it, man. feeling his rally. Yep. And he let out a fucking yeah. weird. Bow. Yeah, it went and yeah, it's just I can't. I just I would. And Chappelle played that perfectly. <laughs> he did. He sure did. Bow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's another clip I gotta get. <laughs> I would, I would not. Be able, <laughs> I'm gonna I wouldn't. go home. I'm gonna bend my wife over the couch and I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you right now, dude. If I were, if I were Howard Dean, I would still be mad about 2000. <laughs> I would be pissed. I would. And knowing n- how Trump got dude, the elected, I would uh, not the, the primary for the for the GOP. Yeah, I would not be able to let that go. I'd be like, I'd be like, you two faced motherfuckers. I'd. <laughs> well, I'd I'd Granted, be so, it's two different parties I'd and be two so, different electorates. So. I'd, I'd be so mad that I'd go work for the Russians. Well, I mean, this is the other <laughs> thing. So, like, I mean, it's a tale of two two parties, right? Yeah. It's always been a tale of two parties since we've been alive. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you look at the way we handled um, the Minnesota senator from... Uh, uh, Al Franken. Al Franken. Yeah, he pretended to grope that chick, right? Pretended to grope the chick. He might have had hands on her flak jacket. Her flak jacket, yeah. Um, For the photo. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, he spoke to her about it. Yeah. She spoke to him about it. And it got out to the public. Yeah. She said, yeah, it's wrong. And she, I think she even said he shouldn't have to step down. We yeah. talked about she it. She was just like, I think he was a poor 
poor taste. It was taste, just a poor taste and, poor and a joke. Yeah. And uh, and he resigned. Basically, yeah. And that's something he held himself accountable, really. Yeah. He was like, look, I shouldn't have done that. I was wrong. I'm going to step down. Yeah. And he did. And that was so. the start of when the GOP would have something against theirs. When that, they wouldn't step down. So they were like, no, we're going to ride it out. Yep. And then what did the Democrats start doing? You know, governors, you know, the blackface from Northam, you know? Yeah, yeah. He was like, no, I'm not going to step down. Like, they tried to play the same game the Republicans did, you know, because... Andrew Cuomo could not ride it no, out. No, no, no. No. He, he did for a while, though. Yeah, well, yeah, he held on there for... Yeah. And it almost kind of became back page news. Yeah. But it was the right that kept pushing it, you mm-hmm. know? And sure. obviously, it's the activists, you know, that, mm-hmm. you know... For obviously, well, anybody that doesn't make a joke of sexual harassment, he got me too. <clears throat> well, rightfully so. Right? Yeah, I'm not saying it's even though wrong. they dropped all charges. Yeah, I'm not saying it was it was wrong for him One, to I lose don't his even, job, like, but they still dropped. I don't get that. Still dropped all charges. Hmm. Crazy. They got. I mean, Actually, they didn't drop charges. Did he even have charges? I don't think they. I, I, I think they elected not to charge him at all. I think they were threatening it or something. Yeah, well, which, they were investigating, right? Which might have been. And then he stepped down, right? And they, pro- you know what? They, they prob- didn't charge him at all. They probably just went to him and said, "Look, you already took a hit. You need to resign, or this is what's going to happen to you." Yeah. And then, well, in that same time frame, the uh, the book was published that he wrote about handling the pandemic the correct way. And then news came out about how he didn't do that. He didn't do that. <laughs> um, yeah, it was what a wild couple of years it was. So for the Cuomo brothers, for the Cuomo brothers, yeah. And, well, yeah, and Chris's was Chris's was less damning, really. Yeah, he was sticking, around, you know, trying to help his brother, right? And didn't tell CNN everything, and you know was going to get canned for it. Yeah. Now he's in litigation. He still has his radio show, though, right? No. Or was that... That was on That was CNN? dropped, too. No, it was on Sirius. Oh, Sirius, okay. No, I think that's done, too. Damn. Yeah, he hasn't He hasn't done... You all right, Lilu? Oh, I think so. So, uh, um, so yeah, he's not in... He's not on anything. <clears throat> Good. He should take a break. He has. It's been yeah. almost, almost a year. Well, not almost a year, but about six, seven months it's now. It's been a couple... Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a long while. That's my dog, man. Yeah, so you probably miss him, huh? You know what? Yeah, I do. Actually, he gave unbelievable um, legal, not advice, but, uh, you know. Perspective. Perspective. And there's a lot of, um, so like we're on, we're coming up on the two-year anniversaries of a lot of stuff that happened two years ago with the social, you know what I mean. So. (laughs) Hey, everybody, did you hear that? The two years of the two-year thing. This is the uh, the two-year two-year anniversary of the things that happened two years ago, <laughs> um, for the so- the social movement. <laughs> so that was um, a, that's a new Jeremyism. Jeremy, yeah, <laughs> um, of the social movement stuff um, from 2020, and the, a lot of people that you know were a part of those activist moments. Um, we're playing some of Chris Cuomo's clips from the riots and whatnot mm-hmm. and the and the marches all throughout that whole summer. And he gave excellent perspective on everything, I thought. Uh, one of the best on TV to do it, really. I, I can um, honestly say I never really tuned in to Chris Cuomo. Oh, man. But... When, when, if you watch some of his stuff from then... I assume he, al- it was, I assume he aligns politically 
with a lot of the lot of the things that I agree with. So he's he's um, I wouldn't even say he's center left. He's left, Mm -hmm. but he's he's not too far left. Okay, and he does question people that are pretty far left. Yeah. So is he more like a like a Bill Maher light? No. No. He's lefter than Bill Maher. Okay. Okay. I see. I would say. I got Bill you. Maher is almost like a centrist these days. Yeah, he is. You know, he's not. I mean, he what he calls a traditional repu- uh, liberal, right? Is what he thinks he is, or what he says he thinks he is, and that almost seems to, like centrist now. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, he is very pro environment. He is very pro environment. He he's is very anti GOP. <clears throat> but he also complained that it took eight months to get a shed put up on his property. Bureaucracy, because of environmental. Um, oh no, red his, tape. His solar panel thing. Yeah, he was trying to go solar. Right, but yeah. the shed. Yeah. The shed that he had to have, covering the mechanisms that held the power. Mm-hmm. Ha- it went through a whole eight month rigmarole apparently. With, yeah. With um. Yeah, I remember hearing him complain about tape. that. Yeah. So I mean, good on him for wanting to do the whole solar thing and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But I don't know. Some some topics I feel like he's just he's center. Yeah, he's more center. He's a pretty yeah. So I think he, he really speaks out against uh, the all the like super woke shit that's going <laughs> yeah. on. He has a real problem with he that. He has a huge problem with woke yeah. people. Yeah. But well again, because he's a comedian. That's that's how we started in comedy. To a degree he it's because of that, but also like he, he was complaining that people still had to wear masks at his show. Yeah, yeah. Well, during the um, what's it called when uh, during COVID? No, when things started. I mean, things were declining rapidly. Yeah. And I, look, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I, I was kind of annoyed that we had all these NFL playoff games and no one was wearing a mask. Yeah. But then you're not allowed to go see a concert without one. Like, it's right. Kind of stupid. You have to admit well, it's kind of stupid. Well, and this is the thing that that is that it's the it's. It's how I, I can understand still wearing them in hospitals and schools and stuff. But this I, is this is federal versus state laws. Yeah, yeah. And federal versus state laws, and that's essentially what it came down to. Yeah. I just it just to me it didn't really makes it's like at if we're gonna do that if we're at that point mm-hmm. then just make them optional because I people. think you still have to wear them on public transportation. You probably still do. Still right now. Yeah, I'm sure you probably still do. Well, I just saw a barter bus the other day. It said no, no mask, mask, no ride. Yeah, no mask, no ride. Still yeah. was up there. Yeah, and again, it goes back to everybody. It, I mean, it, not everybody, but a lot of people are fucking maskless out there. It, it goes back to people's decision to <clears> wear <throat> them. I mean, right. so I didn't. I didn't really mind that he was complaining too much about that because to me, it just kind of seems like a double standard at that point. Yeah. It was just kind of like, well, man, I just watched the Rams versus the freaking. The thing that killed me was when they were at the football stadium. They were taking pictures out of their masks on, like they. Didn't think that was going to get out in the public. <laughs> yeah. and you didn't think the right was going to take that and run with it. Like, yeah, I mean, if Come you're on, if you're for masking and you're going to make your people mask, you wear mask, one. wear one. Yes, take your pictures with your mask on. Then, yep, like that it's, is a that is. Oh, that's right. Stacey Abrams got nailed with Stacey that. Stacey Abrams, and she said it was an oversight and it was yep. fucking stupid. I mean, if you're going to push mask wearing during a, a a spike in the pandemic, just because you're vaccinated mm-hmm. and you feel like you don't need it, yeah. Because you've gotten your vaccines doesn't mean you're pushing that you should still wear a mask you should wear one. in the event that you catch COVID mm-hmm. and could still pass it off, which you look. could. It's a bad look. It is definitely a bad look, especially around children. And it's a shame because I like Stacey Abrams. 
I do too. Uh, she has her. She normally nine times out of ten, she has her shit together, mm-hmm. and she's. But I then, mean, but then you go and look at um, Gavin Newsom, who wouldn't wear a mask for going to and, and going to public restaurants and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and and private re- having a private dinner when a when a restaurant was closed or some shit like that, mm-hmm. closed to the public or something. It's elitist and, behavior. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And it's. Pe- yes. People don't go for that bullshit. No. On either and side. And it is absolute bullshit. And I, I, we called it out mm-hmm. when we saw the, the masklessness at the, the Super Bowl when we were still in the middle of the Omicron variant. On, on, and it's like, what the fuck are you doing? And or see, the that, playoffs, that's, something like that. That's one, took those th- pictures. that's one thing that right and left can bond over, can come together on. Because the right The is, hypocriticalness of the, everything. The, the right <clears> is like... They're, you know, they, I mean, they feel that they're, they believe that they're like against the man and all that stuff yeah. and like all yada, yada, yada. But far left people are just as anti-establishment mm-hmm. and anti-government as a lot of people. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> for, for different reasons, but it's the same concept. <clears throat> um, yeah. So, I mean, that in, like, that in wealth inequality. Yeah. I mean, the crazy thing, um, it's so funny because uh, there was a clip, I think I shared it with a group. Um, there, the one dude for Fox News was complaining about gas prices, but then was boasting about the record profits that these oil companies have made in 2020, all uh, of, all yeah, of 2021. Yeah. And we're sitting, I'm sitting there going, you're fucking crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Like you don't understand what you're was he, talking was he, about. Was he a big dude with a, with a beard and a t-shirt on? Like that did not look ready for TV. Oh, that was Sam Cedar. Okay. Okay, never mind. That was Sam Cedar, the, I saw, the host of the show. I saw a dude yesterday on Fox News. No, he wasn't on Fox. Oh, sorry, I thought you said he was on the, Fox News. No, the dude that was boasting about it was, you know, um, I forget his name. Um, he was, you know, a big black guy. Yeah. Who had a, I think he had a goatee, but he was like, yeah, he's like, you know, everybody's complaining about these gas prices, and well, they're the one that put Joe Biden in office, and blah blah blah. But then he goes around and turns literally. So now within we're, seconds, we're, we're now acknowledging the election was not rigged. Apparently. Yeah. So then he goes, seconds later, well, you know, did you see these, you know, record profits for these companies, these oil companies and these energy companies? It's like, it's unbelievable. They had a great 2021. No fucking shit. Yeah, no shit. Did you not see the correlation that you made without a breath? Yeah. Like, like in between sentences. Well, this, this guy that I saw. Unbelievable. I saw this guy on Fox News yesterday. I don't know his name. I was picking up some dinner. And he was on there. They had a little panel on there, and this guy looked like they—they they looked like they pulled him out of a, a local gym mm-hmm. as he was like training to be a UFC fighter or something. And um, he said that the Biden administ- administration uh, has urged people to drive less. Do we know if that's true or not? Oh, uh, when he mentioned Pete Buttigieg, was that the one where he mentioned Pete Buttigieg saying they- that he should buy? If you don't like the price of gas, you should go buy an electric vehicle. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. I'm sure they twisted it. I think that was a legit quote, though. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I found the the clip. I want to say I found that clip, and okay, he literally did say go out and buy an electric vehicle. <laughs> now they all don't start at sixty thousand dollars. You yeah. can get a a, a mid size sedan, mm-hmm. um, but it's definitely not built for a family. Like thirty thousand dollars, twenty six thousand yeah. dollars. Well, and not it's everyone, still kind of expensive. Not everyone can buy a new not car. Not everyone can get a new car. Not everyone wants to get a new car. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I mean, I would probably avoid it myself. And the minute you drive it off the lot, it loses five thousand dollars in value or whatever it is. Um, I told like, you earlier today, my car's almost paid off. I'm not getting a new one. Yeah. I don't care what happens. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I'll, I'll, I've run all my cars pretty much into the ground. I'll leave that. I'll, if I don't care if it ends up in a lake, <laughs> I'll, I'll leave that bitch in the bottom of the lake. I don't care. Yeah, why not? I'm done Fuck with it. it. Won't have that payment anymore. Happy guy. Yeah. <laughs> when Mike gets his tax returns back, he's gonna pay off his car. Yeah. Yep. We've been saying fuck all night. <laughs> so, uh, you know, let's... Okay, that was a little... That was a little scatter shot there on the topic. Pantsuits and whatnot. <laughs> Next! <laughs> Pantsuits. Pant oh, yeah, so... Oh, that's going <clears> to <throat> be the name of that time? Pants, the timestamp? Pantsuits pant and whatnot? whatnot? Right, so let's do number 10. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. Oh, Jesus Christ. Here we go. Number 9. Um. So, wait, wait, wait. Mike's... <laughs> Mike's hot top ten. Yep. Number nine, White House press secretary. This is going to get us canceled. Jen Psaki. Number eight, Hillary Clinton. Number oh. seven, White House press secretary Jen Psaki. Number six, White House press secretary Jen Psaki. Number five, Britney Spears now. Not 1999 Britney Spears. Mm. Britney Spears today. Number so four. Britney Spears in 1999 was like 17? No, she was an adult. <laughs> Brady. Are you sure about that? Yes. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki, number four. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki, number three. Number two, Ryan Reynolds. Number one, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. What if, what if her husband hears this? I don't care. And he, and he calls us up. I literally don't give a shit. And this is him on the other side of the, of the phone. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. I'm going to. Jeez. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Fuck <laughs> my cock. I'll murder your family. Oh, no. That's going to be him. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my wife has how many spots in your top ten? Yeah. Yeah, seven. I believe <laughs> <laughs> I believe I picked seven. <laughs> Seventy percent of my well, top I'm ten. I'm glad you have a Ryan Reynolds spot in there, though. Yeah, dude. Why would that's, I not put nice. him in there? I guess that's. The Hillary Clinton thing was just because I feel bad. She lost. Yeah. That's poor, just rough. Probably, I mean, I voted for her. I, I did, too. She should have won. She should have. <laughs> she won the popular vote. Yep. Yeah. Most most Democrats do. But Yeah, that is true. For, for whatever reason, we still have the Electoral College. Okay, so let's move on from being canceled. Next. Next, and uh, I believe last topic, Kentucky, uh Brown-Jackson. Will be confirmed, I believe, this week. Uh, Hopefully. I think they said that it was going to be this week, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but uh, she had a really weird confirmation, a batch of confirmation hearings um, the other, uh, two weeks ago. I guess this all happened really two weeks ago because we missed the yeah. last weekend. Um, laughable. We'll call it laughable. Uh, Let's a, just call it what What a is. joke. Yeah. Um. And a lot of uh, Republican senators, congressmen, women, um, all coming out and just saying the most ridiculous shit you'll ever hear during a a SCOTUS confirmation hearing. Just ridiculous. Ridiculous. So let's just go. Let's just play back. They want us. They want us so badly to remember what what happened during the Kavanaugh hearing. Right. Let's, let's let's remember. So let's let's re let's do that. Let's remember. Yeah. Let's go back and remember. Let's have a little flashback. Here we go. I had beers with gangs, illegitimate children, 
fights on boats in Rhode Island. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was the mix-up. Insanity. <laughs> that was the mashups. Oh, <laughs> uh, we have another one here. Let's see what else happened. What happened? Just to meet up and have some beers with okay. students at local Catholic all-girls schools. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Do you remember oh, those guys? Guys, you remember those, right? I mean, uh, who would nominate this guy? Right. Uh, next one. Let, we have another clip. Put my grotesque goofy parts over 84 women. Put my grotesque oh goofy parts my God. over 84 women. Put and my it's on loop. Goofy parts who put it on loop? <laughs> we just had to make sure that you, he said that. Yeah. You know, like, uh, that he, was, he really said that? Don't, don't you guys remember when he answered the question, I put my grotesque goofy parts on 84 women? That was unbelievable. I can't believe he said that. Uh, and the last clip we had here was... I've always had a lot of close female friends. For me and the girls who I was friends with, Amy or Julie, as to sex. Crazy stuff. Grotesque stuff. With some goofy parts, some embarrassing parts. At the same time, I was also inwardly proud of it. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. They had no problem confirming this guy. Inwardly, inwardly proud of it. Inwardly proud. <sighs> Uh, let's let's uh, let's clear the air here. That, those were mashups. I was having a lot of fun cutting up um, his interview um, questions and answers and his opening statements. Um, <clears throat> that I, I really wanted to put something like that. It was too funny, but no, I mean, it's all those things were actually said. Yes, during his confirmation hearing. You, you wanted to you wanted to jump into it. Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's jump into let's jump into. His opening and some of the phrases that he <laughs> that he used during his opening. This is his this remember, this is a Supreme Court Justice of the United States' Senate confirmation hearing. I liked beer. Okay. Okay. We like beer too. It's good. You're a SCOTUS nominee. Right. Who gives a fuck? I'm thirty one from Pennsylvania. Right. I liked beer. I still like beer. <laughs> <laughs> the sniff gets it for me every time every time what else we got i drank beer with my friends oh god get off the beer bro we and no one else does okay i never had sexual intercourse or anything close to it <laughs> during high school or for many years after that embarrassing so I'm not, I'm he not, was an incel i'm not here to shame but yeah so he was an incel okay all right Let's, I want to hear that again. Yeah. I never had sexual intercourse or anything close to never. it. Never. Okay. During Nothing close to it either. For many years after that. Okay. Hmm. I feel like he's lying. I think he's lying. <laughs> um, so I was probably a little outwardly shy about my inexperience. <laughs> Tried to hide that. Tried to hide it. Okay. Sure he did. Sure. Yeah. We, that's we all, why. We all go through things. That's why um, Christine Blasey Ford was, was there. Yeah. Trying to, trying to bring out some truth there. Yeah. Many nights I worked out with other guys at Tobin's mm. house. So this Tobin guy. Hmm. Hmm. And you worked out with him, and other guys. And other guys. Wait, let's come. Let's confirm that. Many nights I worked out with other guys at Tobin's house. At Tobin's house. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. Nope. Nothing wrong with that. Getting your swole on, getting pumped. With other dudes, it's cool. Yeah. I mean, even then, yeah, it wasn't known that he did this. Yeah, other than his yearbooks. I'm sorry, not his yearbooks. His calendars. His calendars. Yes, calendars. Yeah, but hey, do it your own. 
our yearbook was a disaster. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Speaking of the yearbook, it was a disaster. What was it about? Some combination of Animal House, Caddyshack, and Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Mm. Mm. What were the commonalities between all three of those movies? Sexist remarks? Yeah, something like that. Treating women like objects? Yes. Um, probably some um, sexual abuse? Sure, I'm to sure. To a degree? I'm sure. Um, yeah, using women? Yeah. Um, we'll switch to the uh, second part of his opening as well. Publicly referred to me as evil. Yeah. Sure. Why He's, not? He said that he would be publicly referred to as evil. People will die if I am confirmed. He said that people stated he would that they would that people would die if he was confirmed. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. Quote, Judge Kavanaugh will threaten the lives of millions of Americans for decades to come. Well, if you're on the Supreme Court, that's true. Yeah. You're making decisions. Yeah. It's a big deal. There is a bright line between drinking beer, which I gladly do, and which I fully embrace. Again, with the beer thing. It's I, like it's getting odd. Yeah, it's a kind of a running theme here. So he was drunk a lot. Seems and, like that's all he wants to do is drink and beer. And in an underage manner. Yeah. Those are some awesome women. <laughs> I love all. Come again? Those are some awesome women. I love all. I love all women. It was supposed to be all of them. All of them, yeah. It cut out a little yeah. early. Working out, lifting weights, <laughs> playing basketball, oh. or hanging out and having some beers with friends. Mm, okay. Sounds like a pretty standard Friday night. Like squee. Like squee. 65 women oh, who knew me in high school. <sighs> 65? You mean to tell me. This guy knew 65 women and also all through high school. Yep. And also said this shit. I never had sexual intercourse or anything close to it during high school or for many years after that. I call bullshit. Strange. I call bullshit. Strange. Even, even, I mean, if you're batting, I mean, come on. You couldn't hit one out of that? Sex, 65 women. You couldn't have one out of that? And you didn't have sex with one of them? 65 women that wrote a letter stating that he is a good guy and didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, look. Okay. Whatever you say, buddy. Yeah. Last clip here from his opening. (laughs) You know what what I'm thinking, Jerry? Hold on. In case you missed it. Is <laughs> he used jacking off there? Yeah, I think so. Wait, no, actually, we have a couple more. Oh, Beach shoot. Week Ralph Club biggest contributor. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph Club biggest contributor. That is, uh, wow, what's his name? What's, is that uh, White House? Yeah. Had his name written down. Shit. On the other side. Shit. Holy shit. Sheldon Whitehouse. Sheldon Whitehouse. That was when Shel- I mean, that, those were some of the best clips. Yeah. Were from Sheldon Whitehouse's questioning. So, uh, Beach Week Ralph Club biggest contributor. That was off his calendar. Yeah. And he was reading. He was like, "What is that? Hmm. Ralph Club biggest contributor? 
I mean, it sounds pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. That he is a big Ralpher. Yep. He pukes a lot. And during Guilty. Beach Week. Guilty. And he probably drank a lot, too. I'm going to assume. So let's see what um, <laughs> what else was asked. I don't know if it's buffed or boofed. <laughs> How do you pronounce that? <laughs> I don't know if it's buffed or boofed. Uh, buffed or boofed. Yeah, Did it relate to alcohol? I like you beer. For that. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. Do you like beer, Senator, or not? Um, what do you like to drink? Next one is... Senator, what do you like Judge, to drink? have you... I feel like there's a little animosity yeah. there, some contention. Sure. What's he doing? What are you doing? Mm. You don't ask them questions like yeah, that. Yeah, this is your confirmation here. We're talking about you potentially um, sexually abusing someone in your younger years and you denying it. Mm-hmm. And then whether or not you will have judicial prudence or what do they call it? A judicial, uh, I wrote this down. Where is that? <sighs> temperament, judicial temperament. I didn't find it, but I remembered it. Judicial temperament mm-hmm. to be a SCOTUS. Yes. A lifetime appointment. And be able to fairly rule on things. Correct. Yeah. You know. Well, what's next out of this? This was great. The last time I was here, you asked me about having ketchup on spaghetti. Ugh. Yeah. I don't get that question. You'll, <laughs> you'll never... Well, because last time he was there was in the office of Sheldon Whitehouse. Oh, yes. And, sh- and they were talking about... Yeah. Okay. I guess what makes him throw up or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What makes him boof? That, that would make me... <laughs> yeah. That would make me throw up. That <laughs> would make you boof. Oh, my God. I'm sure that helped him be the largest contrib- contributor to the Ralph Club. Yeah. I'm sure. It would for me. You know, I got a weak stomach, whether it's with beer or with spicy food or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he drank a lot of beer. Yeah, but he loves beer. How? Mm, strange. Is there something he takes that he can muscle down all that beer? Yeah, details are not adding up. How does that work? For me. This was my favorite. You yes. mentioned, I think, the Renate or Renate, Renata. I don't know how you pronounce that. That's a, that's a proper name of an individual you know? Renata. Renata. It's spelled with an E at the end, R-E-N-A-T-E. Is that correct? Okay. And then after that is the word alumnius. What does the word alumnius mean in that context? I explained that in my opening statement. We, um, she was a great friend of ours. Uh, we, a bunch of us went to dances with her. She hung out with us as a group. The media circus that has been generated by this thought and reported that it referred to sex. It did not. Never had any, as she herself said on the record, any kind of sexual interaction uh, with her. And I'm sorry how that's been misinterpreted and sorry about that, as I explained in my opening statement, because she's a good person. And to have her name dragged through this hearing is a joke and really an embarrassment. Devil's Triangle. Drinking game. <laughs> How's it played? Three glasses in a triangle. And? Liar. You ever played quarters? No. Okay. Nope. It's a quarters game. Fucking liar. Wow. Devil's trying. I love how he went right into that. Like, yeah, <clears throat> he's called, so he's like, oh, the Renalte, what did he say? The Renalte. R- Renata alumnus. Renata alumnus. But it, so it's a person's last name, a female person's last name, and alumnus right behind it. Yeah. What do you think that fucking means? Yeah. What do you think that means? 
means he had that ass. Mm-hmm. And so did a lot of his friends. Yep. And so they called themselves the alumnus. How else does that make sense? Devil's three-way. <laughs> drinking game. <laughs> what a fucking liar. How's it played? I have never heard of that drinking game. I haven't either. I've, and I've been to a, a fair amount of parties. Yeah. I've never heard of any quarters game called Devil's Three-Way. Yes. Where you line up three glasses and play quarters somehow with that. Yeah. I don't even, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even know what quarters is. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Uh, it's you set up a shot on the table and you bounce it in and you make the other oh, person drink the shot. Okay, okay. It's simple. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I've done that before. Yeah. I just didn't know it was called quarters. Well, you use a quarter, don't you? I I don't remember. What were you flipping in there? I have no clue. Oh. Don't tell me it's like dirty ass pennies. Maybe. <laughs> maybe maybe that's the way we start our devil's three way, Jeremy. <laughs> um so Yeah. Long fucking liar. Oh wait, we have one more clip to play. One of our friends, Squee. I just it was Squee. Yeah, we just wanted to remember it. We wanted to remind because everyone about uh, Squee. SNL made it was a fantastic replica of this and 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 spoof of the whole entire like meeting and hearing. Um, and Matt Damon played him perfectly. Yep. Um, he did do a really good job. He did an excellent job. And if you're listening to that without hearing the hearing, hearing the hearing, listening to the hearing. Um, you would think that these names are fucking made up. Squee. This is real life, guys. Tobin. PJ. PJ. I mean, PJ, Tobin, maybe. But Squee? Mm-hmm. It just sounds like, Squee, to me, it sounds like a pledge. Did you hear why? They didn't really like. Did you hear why he was called Squee? No. Because he had something with, like, when he swore and said the F word, he would elongate the f, f- and fuck. <laughs> And they Fuck. called him Squee because of that for some reason. That was his. Uh, that yeah. was his explanation. That doesn't behind the guy's name Squee. Oh, okay. So, um, but anyways, like the whole Devil's Three Way thing. Like, come on, man. Yeah, that's you just having a threesome, dude. And and do you remember how many people came to bat for him too? Mm-hmm. Unbelievable amounts of people came to bat for him. Like, no way that guy could be a sexual predator. He goes to church. God damn it. Yeah. Well, well, most of them are in church. But that's besides the point. Um, yeah. He goes to church. He's a family it, man. It, it was, I don't know, I'm not sure if you remember, it was kind of up in the air whether or not he was going to get confirmed. Well, because the shit was damning. Yeah, and then Mitch McConnell kind of stepped in mm-hmm. and went to Trump and said, hey, I'm not backing down. This is our guy. Mm-hmm. We're getting him fucking on. We're getting him confirmed. They had the votes regardless. Yeah. The thing, the thing the Democrats were hoping that this damning shit would come out he acted like a fucking buffoon, mm-hmm. and I. <laughs> they unflatteringly all voted to put him in. Mm-hmm. Susan Collins, who seems to toe the line of trying and, and rationaling to do the right thing and then doesn't. She's from Maine, right? Yeah. yeah. She makes excuses almost for every one of them while well, he learned his lesson and... You He's know, for, with Trump over the first impeachment, oh, he learned he learned his lesson. He shouldn't be doing that. Saeek. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. She'll be replaced if she hasn't been already. Oh, uh, she won her last election, even after all that other bullshit. Mm-hmm. So, but she did shit like vote for Kavanaugh. So, what are you going to do? Yeah. She voted to not impeach Trump. Mm-hmm. So, they're just playing favorites, man. Yep. So, anyways, that was Kavanaugh getting into, you know, 
in getting into it with with people that are in charge of his vote to get into the Supreme Court. Yeah. For life. Mm-hmm. And do you know how much they make? A Supreme Court justice? Mm-hmm. A couple hundred thousand? Yeah. Just yeah. Like $250,000 for mm-hmm. life each year. Yep. Um, they also brought up his gambling debts privately. I don't think they mentioned it too much in the hearings, but that was a source that was stating that he had some potential gambling debts oh. to erase. So Maybe that's why he wanted the gig. He needed some cash. I mean, he would have... You know, I will he would have made decent money as a federal court judge, I, anyways. I will say, as awful as he is, he's—I don't think he's issued any decisions that have been like. Uh yeah, he has. Yeah. What is? What did he do? Because I feel like he's, he's essentially vo- going to be. Um, uh, he's anti-gay. Okay. So he's uh, he's already shot some stuff down that were was for the LGBTQ community. And I think it had something to do. Um, don't quote me on this, but it had something to do with like their health care being recognized as a spouse or something okay. like that. He has tried to shoot that down as like a federal recognition. He'd rather kick that to the states, stuff like that. Okay. He has he has kind of in some ways voted you know, with with the liberal judges yeah. in some regards on like abortion stuff sure. here and there. But I still think he, I still think he's gonna fuck uh, like the Roe v. Wade stuff in the end. If he if he gets enough pressure, he probably will vote with. Mm-hmm. Like Gorsuch and and um, Thomas and, and, and all Barrett. yeah, ACB. So yeah, I I just remember reading a couple, a couple things and being surprised. A that few, he, yeah, that he wrote with the liberal judges yeah. and and uh, Judge Roberts. Yeah, I was surprised. I was like, oh, okay, well, not a total loss so far. No, but, no, but still it, not. It's not comfortable that he's going to do the right thing ev- it, with everything when yeah. it comes down to it. So, um, so then we get to, you know, Kentonji Brown, uh, Brown Jackson and she's about as qualified as qualified comes. Yes. She's replacing a liberal judge who's retiring and they had to talk this motherfucker into retirement. He's 83, 84. They're like, Hey, we don't want another, um, uh, Republican. No, we don't want another mishap where a judge stays on too long and dies like, Mm -hmm. um, RBG, RBG. Thank you. Um, but and, so that's what I was getting to. Yeah. Like, you need to retire now before you croak. Like, and like, and Democrats aren't in power, and then right. they get another exactly. Seat. Like, say this, he dies in twenty twenty five. Yeah. Well, now all of a sudden, so well, that's a part. So like, it's it just seems like every time the the Republicans are in power, they find a way, or or when they're about they have some kind of power, and Democrats want to do something, they find a way to kind of fuck over. Uh, you know, any kind of progress being made for a Democratic president. Um, and just out of spite. So Merrick Garland was held up because Mitch McConnell wouldn't hold, he had control, the Republicans had control of the Senate and elections have consequences. So what did he do? He didn't allow Obama to put uh, Merrick Garland up for confirmation hearing to be voted on. Um, and that's because he made this obscure fucking ruling that, well, we had never had a president that had the ability to put somebody on the on the court when he's a lame duck. Mm-hmm. Like we don't, you're not in an election yourself. Mm-hmm. A Democrat would be, but you yourself are not going to be in power. Yeah. So why do you get the the opportunity to put somebody on the court and then immediately reverse that and immediately and immediately said that he would definitely put somebody on the bench. Yeah. Given you know the opportunity to, if Trump was still in power. Yep. Um, 
or or was in power and about to lose the election yeah. or could potentially not win the election or it's an election year. So just hypocritical. And that, I believe, is the huge turn as to, like, politicizing the court. Um, other than um, putting people on there like Clarence Thomas, who is wholly against abortion. Mm-hmm. Um, and now ACB's on there, who was rushed in within eight days before the election um, in 2020. Fastest confirmation hearing uh, ever. Yeah. Um, and in between there, we had, uh, well, Kavanaugh was in between Gorsuch and, and ACB. Gorsuch didn't have much of a an issue. Mm-hmm. They all seemed to be kind of okay with Gorsuch, but they feared that he also, he's a Christian guy. He will not see eye to eye with liberals on abortion and is going to be trying to push to have it abolished um, or at least pushed to the states. Um, so I know they all voted against him, but that's, that was the main thing that they didn't like about him. Everything else I think was fine from what I heard from everybody. He seemed to be a fair judge. Yeah. Um, but other than that one issue, which it's a big one. Yeah. Um, same with ACB, not a big abortion fan. Kavanaugh was told to be an anti-abortion guy. Um, We'll see. Well, I don't really think they've really had too much come up their way for it yet. But um, and then the whole sexual harassment thing. But KG, KBJ um, seems to be on her track, on the fast track to being confirmed for the summer. I believe that's this week, even where Justice Breyer will be retiring. I think in June or something like that, and then she'll assume his seat. Um, she made it through her hearings just fine, um, but with not without. Some of the weirdest fucking questions yeah. you'll hear, um, and and um, and some ridicule from the right about how Kavanaugh was treated, because God forbid, especially Lindsey Graham. God forbid they forget what happened in 2018. So we'll start off with the first clip here, um, easily with uh, with Ted Cruz. Of all, yeah, Ted Cruz. Of Could, all, uh, dirt bags. Just when you're listening to this, imagine a guy like Ted Cruz. Trying to hold you accountable for something. In the middle of my ice maker dropping ice. They include a book called Anti-Racist Baby. One portion of the book says babies are taught to be racist or anti-racist. There is no neutrality. Another portion of the book, they recommend to babies confess when being racist. Do you agree with this book that is being taught with kids that, that babies are racist? Senator, Senator, I have not reviewed any of those books, any of those ideas. They don't come up in my work as a judge, which I'm respectfully here to address. Excellent answer. Yes. It doesn't make sense that he would ask a question like that. Right. And it would. Well, it only makes sense. You okay? You good? You good? Lila was just shaking. It only makes sense if you're doing it in bad faith. Bad faith, but also to get a spot on Fox News that night, which all of them were. Oh, Every yeah. single one that asked questions like that it's just got vind- a spot on Fox News. It's just vindict- it's vindictive. It's so disgusting. That's all it is. That's all it is. Well, he doesn't like that black people are getting recognized for Dude. having, you know, their their moment in the spotlight in 2020 to get seen and heard and that their lives 
you know, should matter. And let's move on to another Ted Cruz hmm. clip. I just don't think that's credible, Judge. 6,700 images. You come in with 57 Time months. Time has expired. Why did you send him into just 57 of- months in the Stewart case? Do you want to address that? Because you're claiming it's cherry-picking. In fact, you're welcome to explain any of these cases, but let's take the Stewart case. Why Senator Coons, did you sentence him for half the amount? You're not recognized, Senator, Senator you, Coons. You don't want her to answer that question? You wouldn't allow her in. M- Mr. Chairman, she may answer the question. I've asked her why she sentenced Stewart. You've gone over the time, Senator, by two minutes. Why she? Because you've interrupted me for two minutes, Mr. Chairman. Will you allow her to answer the question, or do you not want the American people to hear why, with someone she described as well, an egregious? You know, there comes a point, Senator, where you get a little bit. Chairman Durbin, hand. will you allow her to answer the question? You won't allow her to answer. I, I... And Dick Durbin has a point. Yeah, he wouldn't allow her. He wouldn't allow her to answer that question even if she tried he would talk over her he would call her out for any little phrase she might have said in her answer just cut her off basically. just completely cut her off because he's got a little bit of time yeah he's got to get these questions in he's got to make the and then what did he do right after his questioning was done because it's televised now all of these hearings what do you think he did i'm gonna guess he went to twitter to see how much noise he made Exactly. He searched his goddamn self to see if anybody's talking about if his was, line of questioning. He was trending. Uh, he was trending not for the right things. Yeah, what a show. What a showman. A racist baby. Oh, Ted Cruz asks about racist fucking babies. <laughs> really? That just proves how much of a fucking joke this all is. He's It's it, it's such a clown show. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And Dick Durbin, good for him, man, standing up for yeah. the, the hearing the himself. Chairman. Uh, Ted Cruz's, you know, bullshit. He ain't taking it. Um, next, we move to Lindsay. Here's another cherry. Lin- <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay fucking cuck Graham. My biscuit what is cold. What are you, by the way, Senator? I am. Um, pro- Hold on, let's throw that in. I missed the beginning because you're saying yeah, your biscuit. Sorry. Brisket biscuit, right? <laughs> your biscuit's cold. What did he, when did you say uh, that? I will talk about it. Go okay. Ahead. What faith are you, by the way? Senator, I am um, Protestant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Non-denominational. Okay. Could you fairly judge a Catholic? Senator, I have a record of I fairly think the answer would be yes. judging everyone. I believe you can. I'm just <laughs> asking this question because how important is your faith to you? Senator, personally... Um, my faith is very important, um, but as you know, there's no religious test in the Constitution under under Article. Thank you. Yeah, good answer. Good answer. She had a great answer there. How important is your? What the fuck does that matter? Now keep in mind, Lindsey Graham would would probably be the first person to get offended of you asking him about his faith. Oh, absolutely. Or his. Uh, relationship with God, so on and so forth. Yeah. Okay. He he thinks people hold it against conservatives that they go to church. Right. And so, that they want faith in right. schools and all that shit. So the first thing he does is try to hold it against her. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Sad. Sad times. The, the context of the law is what they go by. They don't right. go by a person's fucking so, faith. Yeah. Are you kidding me? She made it. How many? Okay, so Mike had this graphic. Excuse me, a little <laughs> reflux there. So hopefully you didn't hear that. 
But uh, Mike had this had this uh, graphic that he found that um, I also came across, but I didn't I didn't put two and two together. That we're going to do a podcast and talk about yeah yeah Kentucky Brown Jackson, um, and it showed her qualifications and yeah. how many courts and levels of courts she's gone through yep. to get to where she's at now. And she has hit every single one. Yeah. She's of the court steps levels, I should say. Yeah. Judge, judging like just based on so like they've all went to Ivy League law school. Yeah. Um they've all exp- uh, sorry, all of the current judges. Right. They've all they've all served on at some level of of court before being appointed. But she, uh Kentanji Brown Jackson has literally served at every single level. Every single. She's level. like she's w- arguably the most qualified Supreme Court nominee in history, just based on her experience. Yes, and you know, not even not even talking about her education in, per se, just based on her experience with the justice system. She mm-hmm. is she is the most, uh, ex- you know, qualified person for this job. Yeah, so it's. It's kind of, uh, you know, it's not shocking, but it's really telling how they treated her. I'm trying to find the photo um, yeah, to we'll, explain it a little better. We'll link, we'll link it to it. We'll, we'll link have it. to, yeah. We'll put it, we'll put it in the, with the podcast. But, yeah, but Lindsey Graham is another. And, and like, in that clip we just listened to, you almost, like, you almost see the real Lindsey Graham for a second because he goes, oh, you know, he's like, I definitely think you could. He goes, I know you would. And, but, he, and he spoke very nicely right. about her. And it's like, it, it just he, a, just I, imagine if Lindsey Graham treated people like that for real, mm-hmm. and he wasn't such a two-faced fucking cuck. Yeah. Like, he... Oh, he talk said, about the, yeah, the Biden he, clip. That's what I was getting to. Like, he had beautiful words for Joe Biden mm-hmm. and Joe Biden's son, Bo, who was killed. Yeah. Or who died. And he's said he called Joe Biden and talked to him on the phone for over an hour and consoled him. And had all these high praises. What do you say about Biden? He said he's like the most down to earth, right. real person you'll find in D.C. Right, and it's unbelievable. And that was how many years ago? A couple years ago, not long ago. Before he decided to run. Right, and it's right before you can hear you hear him say that, and you're like, "Wow, Lindsey Graham is he, is showing is being a human." When he is not, <laughs> when I, I I noticed this even during Trump's years, when he wasn't sucking his dick. Yeah. He could be he could be a decent senator, yeah. and even for a Republican. Yep. He seemed like if he wasn't beholden to people, yep. he could be something and he's he's engaging, he's articulate, he's mm-hmm. a smart guy. There's there's something there about Lindsey Graham that Somebody it, has some pictures of him yeah. wearing some fucking if he just yeah, shit man. that he doesn't want out. It's like I'm telling you. You see the glimpses and you're like, Oh, I see it, Lindsay. You're almost there. I said that during Trump's years too. Like he like, And then he turns when around he wasn't with Trump on on things. Yeah. And then Trump clapped back. He was like a puppy dog. Yep. Oh, bum, so so I'm sorry, so sorry, sir. Sorry, yep. I'm sorry. And then I'm he right just, back in your clip. He just fucking rolls over and pisses down his leg and then starts <laughs> acting like a piece of shit again. And it's like fucking Well, and, even in these hearings. At too, least at least the at least this next dick bag that we're gonna talk about. Well, before at, we get at there. least he's a piece of shit all the time. No, no, no. no. Uh, that, he's a couple down. Um, oh yeah, you're right. He is. Sorry. We have we have a we have a chick coming up. Oh yeah. But uh, no, no, no. But like Lindsey Graham. So the big thing for the Republicans, and you heard it in Ted Cruz's clip, was about her record in sentencing child pornography um, cases, and it's you know her record was 
She wasn't charging these most of these cases to the prosecutorial standards or what the prosecutors were asking for, right? And a little below, or some in some regard, significantly below the the standard for um, the that circumstances type, that offense that yeah. type of offense. Yeah. Um. So, but from all the research I've seen, she's right in line with Republican judges. She within the parameters of what people get sentenced. Yeah, for. and still within those parameters. Mm-hmm. Um, or for many cases. And I also actually, um, it, I just heard recently, and uh, I figured I, then we're not going to ever probably talk about this again. So this is the only time I'll ever be able to bring it up. I'm recently been told that it shouldn't be called child pornography. Because that implies the children were willing participants. Oh, true. So I'm told that you should call it child exploitation material. Oh, okay, yeah. Or okay. sexual abuse material. Yeah. Um, that's For what sure. I, that's what I'm being told. It's just I believe it's probably because it's easier to say. It is. Well, and it's been called that for so, for long. so long. It's just ingrained in people. And I mean, I'm I've always called it that. Yeah. When it's come up in the news or when there's a story about it, yeah. I've always just said that. Um, but somebody brought up a good point. I think I was on Reddit looking into one of these cases that I follow. Yeah. And somebody pointed out in a comment, like, hey, you shouldn't call it that because that m- implies that the kids know what's going on right. and they're involved and in it. they more than likely so, don't. And it's, I, I think that's a fair point. I agree. But it's, again, it's not something that get bent out of shape about. Yeah. Everybody, tomato, tomato. Yeah, everyone knows what you're talking about. Tomato, tomato. But for those of us who Understandable, are- Understandable, though. For those of us who are trying to be more conscious about things, that's just a th- right. some, some food for thought. So the clips I didn't get- were um, of Lindsey Graham twice throughout that week storming out <laughs> of the hearing because of the whole child exploitation <laughs> videos and cases that uh, she would, um, you know, be the justice over. And she, you know, the one was very, like, crazy where he's so animated. He's like, good. He's like, do you think that these people deserve to spend 30, 40 years and die in prison? They should die. He goes, they absolutely should die. Yeah. He's like, they, they don't deserve to be out of prison. And he's just like slamming the table. And then he gets up and spins his chair. And off he goes out. He storms out of the hearing room when his time was up. And oh my God, Lindsey Graham, uh, the, you know. Again, probably all for show. Oh, absolutely. All for show. And he got a Fox News spot. It's to get his, it's to get the Republican base fired up because they all think that Donald Trump is going to come back. Well, that, and- that, and they're trying to spin that the liberals are trying to put people in power so that they can make child sex exploitation yes. easier yes. and yes. less of an offense. They're trying to state, and this is fucking dirty. Oh, yeah. This is real dirty. They're trying to state that they're grooming yes. kids to be sexually exploited by the liberals. Right. Right. Which we're is, talking, which we're is talking why fucking such a, a war on education. Pizzagate right? all over again. Uh, yeah, two, again. 2.0. 3.0. How many How many have we gone through now? It's probably 5.0. Alex Jones. Jesus Christ. I mean, Alex Jones had a fucking field day with this, Kate, uh, with um, Kentucky Brown Jackson, thinking that she's like, this is literally the devil in a cloak, he said. I'm tired. Like, Come I'm on. Tired of him putting shit in the water and making the freaking frogs gay. <laughs> freaking chemtrails. <laughs> you can look this up, guys. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's insane. Absolute insanity. So... Uh, Lindsey Graham threw out a uh, you know, but that's a tirade. Where, that's where the whole towards the end of that. Even though he's like, oh, I think you're a solid person. Right, I think right, you're a very right. he goes articulate, intelligent person. Sure. 
And then goes on this like. And then goes on that fucking freak out. See, he <laughs> he should have won an Oscar. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Not Ted Cruz for his racist babies line. No, Ted Cruz is. I know, look, Such a piece Republi- of shit. Republicans don't even like Ted Cruz. That is true. So. Hey, what? <laughs> the meme I kept seeing, by the way, you know how how come Will Smith stands up for his? Or no, it was you know um, Ted Cruz's wife looking outside of a, a rainy window. Oh um, yeah, and yeah. Thinking that uh, you know. You know, where's Will Smith uh, out of out of Ted Cruz when you need him? You yeah, know? to stand up for me. Uh-oh. Yeah, uh-oh. It should have been Ted Cruz. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth! But he, no. he probably would have won. Uh, he probably could have been a real contender there if he had stepped up to Trump. Right, if he wasn't such a cuck. Pussy. <laughs> I, bet he, I bet he sits in the corner and just watches when Donald Trump bangs somebody. <laughs> I bet you. Speaking of... Not to put that image in your head. Sorry. <laughs> sorry I was trying to move on. Sorry, everyone. Speaking of uh, Alex Jones' Q-type, Marsha Blackburn also had some interesting questions for KBJ. Can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't. Yeah. You can't? Not in okay. this context. So I'm not a biologist. The meaning of the word "woman" is so unclear and controversial mm. that you can't give me a definition, Senator. In my work as a judge, what I do is I address disputes. If there's a dispute about a definition, people make arguments, and I look at the right. law and I decide. <sighs> I mean, come on. Good answer. Definition of a woman? Yeah. Great. Definition of a woman. It's that controversial? It's not that controversial. Look, I think the definition and of a woman. what is she going to do about it yeah. as a judge? The definition of a woman for me is White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Jen's husband. No, 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 no. Relax, <laughs> relax, relax. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Okay. I'm sorry. Mike, I told you, knock it off. He's going to get really mad. I know. He's going to get really mad. Hi, Mike. I'm here to talk to you about keeping my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus Christ. She's back. I don't even know his name. What's his name? (laughs) Hey, don't you have any clips of me? I, I told Josh Hawley what to say. Uh, speaking of Josh Hawley, by the way. Oh, yeah. Here's another shit stain. You had an 18-year-old who possessed and distributed hundreds of images of 8-year-olds and 9-year-olds and 10-year-olds, and you gave him, frankly, a slap on the wrist sentence of three months. Senator, Do you I regret it? What? I regret your mom didn't pull I out. I regret. Is that in a hearing about my qualifications to be a justice on the Supreme Court, we've spent a lot of time focusing on this small subset of my sentences, and I've tried to explain You regret that we're focusing time. on your cases? I don't understand. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about dick. the fact that you're talking about Child seven very serious cases. I'm glad we agree on that. Don't you some, think some, some of which, some of which involve conduct that I sentenced people to 25, 30 years. Three months in this case, Judge. Do you regret it? You haven't answered my question yet. Do you regret this sentence? 
Senator, I would have to look at the circumstances. So you don't regret it? So let's... No one case, Senator, can stand in for a judge. I'm not asking you that. I'm asking if you regret this sentence in this case. And it sounds like the answer is no. What a cocksucker, dude. Yeah, so let's let's not forget that Josh Hawley himself would be the first person in line to get a three-month sentence. Oh, absolutely. If he was ever caught doing something Mm -hmm. like that. So he's a fucking dickbag. White privilege fuck. This is why I don't like Missouri. This is why I said that. Missouri's a really cool state, but Missouri sucks. Josh Josh Holly. <laughs> fuck Missouri. I hope we have I think we have a listener from there too. Fuck you. Do we? I think so. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck Missouri. <laughs> hey, that's where the Ozarks takes place, man. Yeah, technically you're right. I love Ozarks. Chill. Yeah. And I've been on the Lake of the Ozarks. Have you really? Yes. No shit. Yep. Wow. It was fun. Yeah, the Ozarks. The Ozarks it's are fucking legit. huge. It's like a goddamn ocean out there. I'm there's telling a, you, there's massive. a. I forget. I want to say mm-hmm. there was a book we read in elementary school, mm-hmm. and it takes. It's set in the Ozarks. Oh, that's cool. In like the 1930s or 40s, mm. probably a lot called. of murders. I forget what it's called. Uh, it's really good. It's about a kid who has like a dog. Yeah, and then the dog dies or something. That sounds like a horrible fucking book. No, it was actually really good. I'll have to look up what it's called. But I really liked the book. Have flashbacks of Marley and me. No, not Marley and me. Mm. Um, I forget. I Lilu, to... I love you. I'll have to remember what it's called. Oh, nope. I'm sorry. I was right on the tip of my tongue. I don't have it. I love you, Lilu. <clears throat> yeah, we'll cuddle later. Yeah. Can you look it up? What is it? <clears throat> it's a, a book about a kid and a dog. It's set in the Ozarks. <clears throat> and... Um, it's like set. It's set in the like early 1930s, Book I think. About a kid. Yeah, and he has like in a, the th- Ozarks. I think it's a Basset Hound or a Bloodhound or something, and then like the dog. Where the, where the red fern grows. Where the red fern grows. <laughs> yes. Jesus Christ. Let me see the cover. Where the red fern grows. <laughs> Dude, that book is so Wilson Rawls. Yeah. Dude, that book is so good. That's a classic for kids. Yeah, dude. It's Absolutely. such a, such a good book. Yeah, I remember that one. Yep, it's set in the Ozarks. I didn't. I don't remember a lot of particulars from it because mm-hmm. I read it so long ago. Yeah, we read that in like fourth grade. But I they think. had a movie about it too. Fifth grade. Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, the movie did. was really good. I enjoyed that book. Yeah, that was a good book. I enjoyed that too. I didn't know it was the, the Ozarks. Mm-hmm. Yep, set in the Ozarks. So, anyways, Josh Holly's a piece of shit. He is. Um, what was I gonna do? I don't remember. I forget. I'm sorry, I got us off course again. No, but Josh Holly was <clears throat> again just. He looks like, uh, he honestly, he looks like he puts things in women's drinks. Oh, absolutely. Like, he looks like that type of well, guy. Well, you know, the guy that gave the fist to the, uh, you know, the insurrectionists um, on January 6th when he was going into the Capitol oh, to, yeah. you know, deny the state, Yep. you know, vote to put um, Biden in, in, in office and then denies that he pushed rhetoric that helped the insurrection. Um He's another one of those Q-type people, mm-hmm. believes in all that bullshit, pushes it. And he sounds like a very, he could be an articulate person, um, but just, it's not so, It's not what's popular with the Trump base. So he sticks with the Trump base. Right, he's a because, fucking kook. Because they still control the Republican Party, mm-hmm. and he wants an opportunity to run for president. Lastly, this guy is not really known for this kind of shit too much, I'd say, as the previous four were. But uh, here's John Cornyn. If you accuse someone of a crime, are you accusing them of being a criminal? 
it depends on the context. It depends on what else you say about them. It depends on the circumstances. It depends on the circumstances. Yes. So you put this in the same category as defining what a biological woman is. No, I'm just... You're really not sure. <laughs> I, I didn't say I wasn't sure. I'm, I'm, I said it depends but, on the so circumstances. So you are sure. I'm not really no, sure. No, I said it depends on the circumstances that that you're positing as to whether or not you're calling someone a criminal. I just don't think that's credible, Judge. So, again, with the woman talk, you know, if you don't know what a woman is, and a lot of this also came up because at the time, uh, and we didn't get on this, we can probably get on this on a, on a, on a later episode uh, mm-hmm. in the near future, um, Leah Tom, Thomas. Oh, the swimmer. The swimmer for, yeah. from Penn that went to, you know, the nationals and, and won a title yeah. for the one um was it the 400 yard or a thousand my, yard something like that it's my cousin so <clears throat> anyways that was popular then and a lot of people were speaking up about it and that's one of the reasons why marcia blackburn um, yeah they're trying to get her on record as yeah. saying some bullshit like yeah. do you agree that women's sports should be overrun by transgender women blah 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 and do you consider a transgender woman a woman and blah 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 lilu Hold on. Leave the cage. Leave the cage. Sorry. She was trying to bite her <laughs> bone again underneath <laughs> the table. Damn, we were so close to finishing this up and she had to bite her bone. Yep. It was audible. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if you can hear it, but I just want to make sure it's not. Everyone knows in now. The background. Now they know. <laughs> now they know. Sorry, so we're, anyways, we're almost done. Yeah, we're almost done. So, you know, again, they're trying to push this whole, the, the anti-trans stuff. Yeah. You know, and, and. It was big. It was huge, and it, it was still a, kind of it, is. Well, but it's, a, it's all. I think it's always going to be a hot button issue. Yeah, as sports go along, it's going to be one of those triggering things yeah. that gets everyone fired up for mm-hmm. a couple weeks. So, and then everyone's going to forget about we, it. We can kind of. The next thing I really want to dive into a little bit more was the don't say gay bills and stuff like that have been passed. Yeah, we'll do um, that. We'll do that next week. But that also goes in in line with the uh, with the trans um, athlete Leah Thomas that uh, won that title and. and Caused a, a complete outrage, yeah. Um, a spectacle at the SCOTUS hearing for KBJ. Um, and lastly, it wasn't all a shitstorm for her. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a really sweet moment that uh, Cory Booker provided everybody. And uh, well, let's just listen to it now. I'm not letting anybody in the Senate steal my joy. <laughs> I just look at you and I, I start getting full of emotion. This woman comes up on me, practically tackles me, an African-American woman. And the look on her eyes, she just wanted to touch me, because I think because I'm sitting so close to you, (laughs) and tell me what it meant to her to watch you sitting where you're sitting. It's hard for me not to look at you and not see my mom, not to see my, my cousins, one of them who had to come here and sit behind you. She had to be, she had to have your back. I see my ancestors and yours. Nobody's going to steal the joy of that woman in the street or the calls that I'm getting or the texts. Nobody's going to steal that joy. You have earned this spot. You are worthy. You are a great American. Beautiful. Beautiful. And um, brought her to tears. Yeah. He had tears. Um, and I believe that it was also around the time that they took that awesome picture where it was like catty corner of, uh, 
KBJ at her desk um, and then her daughter behind her looking at her mm-hmm. inspired. Mm-hmm. Just this look of uh, just a proud look on her face looking at her mom going through all this and then hearing Cory Booker say those wonderful words. Um, it's about time we have a black woman mm-hmm. uh, on the Supreme Court. Um, you know, we had obviously Claire Thomas was the first black person right. on the Supreme Court and there was no, not another one since. Yep. Um, and now we have KBJ. Um, With the Supreme Court, I mean, it theoretically in a perfect world, it should be very it yeah, should be it should replicate what america is exactly it's a melting pot and last time i checked there are black women in the united yeah, states yeah so yeah and uh, so i mean it, it should be a revolving i mean it's only nine justices so you can't have the full on yeah you know scope of what america is with just nine people we're a melting pot we have germans we have italians we have mm-hmm. irish people you know that come that came here decades ago and and settled um, we'll eventually get there, but to not have a black woman on the SCOTUS, um, for over 60 years since they got their rights. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's over 60, over 70 years, maybe. Right. Since the civil rights movement. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's insane and that they had to wait that long to, you know, be represented in the Supreme court, you know, in uh, early nineties with Clarence Thomas. Um, now with KBJ, 08 with Barack Obama being a president, they didn't even have a vice president before him as a, as a, um, a vice president. Um, and we have Kamala Harris now. Kamala Harris now. Yeah. She's, is she, she's African American. Is she Asian too? No. Or some kind of. What was she? I forget what she is. Jamaican. Oh. I thought maybe she was like, she she was a Pacific Islander or something. Maybe. Yeah. I think some type of mix. I think something like that. Yeah, you but, might be right. Um, I was for some reason I was thinking, no, Indian. Yes, it's something. It's like Indian, that. I think. Yeah. Um, Either way, it's good. Her mom, I think, was Indian. Um, I believe. And side note, it's not really important. Um, no. But the music but, that was used underneath all those clips, Loki Banks. The, oh yeah. The little oh yeah, it's a little up and down bass line that they had going mm-hmm. and then the little bells and the oh dude, it's good. And all the clips that we listened oh, to. Oh, low key bangs. Oh yeah, low oh, key. Oh. Yeah. I thought you were calling out a, a um, no, no, an no. artist and I was like, no. "Oh fuck, we're going to get dinged for that too, no, aren't we?" No, well, by the way, credit now this for all that. But um it, Oh yeah, that was yeah, that yeah, was now this. But the music that they use under there, fire. The kids would say it's mm-hmm. fire. Yeah, like the as they say. As they say. As they say. Yeah, shit slaps. That shit slaps. No cap. Uh, no cap. That, that music fucks. <laughs> as as John Oliver would say. Cool. Cool. <laughs> it's on the night again. Oh, I know. I can't wait. Probably starts at 1104. <laughs> <or laughs> That's great. But no, I mean, she deserves, she absolutely deserves it. And, and the treatment she got was fucking horrendous. Right. Fucking horrendous. And like half the time she was answering questions about the, what happened with Kavanaugh. How would you feel... If we treated you just like Kavanaugh. Yeah. Well, let's Well, she didn't sexually harass somebody, so you wouldn't yeah. treat her like fucking Kavanaugh, you monkey. Right. You fucking moron. I mean, well they're eight they're fucking knuckle draggers, man. They <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> How dumb. That you know what I mean. It's not I wasn't calling her that. I'm calling the fucking senators that are dumbasses that. You give me that face. We gotta wrap this shit up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> One of us gets in trouble.
They're, they're literally, no, you're they're, right. they're yeah. absolutely fucking morons. Yeah, their, I, their IQs are lower than the room temperature. Four years ago. That shit happened four years ago, and you're still butthurt about it? Mm-hmm. Get over yourselves. Yeah. yeah, it's like we got a country to run, guys. Come on. This is, this is what holds up democracies like this. I mean, when they, when they don't have power and they're, they're fucking sour about it, they got to put you through some kind of ringer yep. just because, and it's annoying. Mm-hmm. Can we stop? Like the, uh, this is why the people don't trust our government. Yeah. This is why they don't want our government handling anything because this is what you do in the, the government. The real thing is, if if there was no controversy surrounding Brett Kavanaugh, it wouldn't have been that way. It wouldn't have been as fucking crazy. Yeah, they would have definitely challenged oh. things, but the, it would not that have been the way it Lindsay, was. Lindsey Graham, even during his, I can't believe. Yeah. That the other side is going to sit over there and make a spectacle of this nomination. And it pains me, Mr. Kavanaugh, that you have to sit here and take these kinds of lines of questions from the Democrats. It's unbelievable. My biscuit is damp. <laughs> My biscuit is Where did that come from? It was John Oliver. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, that's right. He's like, I come to this Popeye's every Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> My biscuit is cold. Shout out to Kate McKinnon who played him oh, in that yeah. skit, by the way. She played a fantastic Lindsey Graham, and she does an excellent job. She does do a really good job. Yes. Kate McKinnon is funny. Excellent job. Who played um, Chuck Grassley? I forget the guy that played Chuck Grassley, but oh, he was like, yeah, I don't know his name. well, I, after uh, oh, yeah, Matt Damon like, gave he's, he's like, like, well, I'm hard. Yeah, he's like, well, I'm rock hard. <laughs> well, I'm rock hard. <laughs> Ridiculous. So, but no, finally, K- KBJ going to get nominated. Um, they have the votes. They they probably will have also the a vote from the Republican side, one or two, yeah. that they won't need Kamala Harris to sit in on it. Right, so let's give it up. Yeah, round of applause. All the cool kids also love it. Yay! She's so likable. She is. She really is a cool person. She's, she's going to do a great job. Yeah, I can't wait. Gonna it's going to be job. great. So what will the Supreme Court, what will, the, what will, what will it sit at? Will it still be 6-3? It'll still be 6-3. Six, um, three. Six, three. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. unless they, oh, they also asked her if they're going to, if she would be in favor of packing the courts mm-hmm. and she's like, I don't have any say over that. That's yeah. you. Yeah. You guys are the ones that do that shit. That's you guys. So like, I wish they would pack the courts because technically they have precedent. Well, at this point that is set that yeah. with the amount of federal courts we have. Yeah. The circuits. Yeah. There's 13. One, one SCOTUS to each of those, of those, um, circuits. Yeah. Circuit courts. So really, there should be thirteen. Uh, twelve or thirteen. Yeah, or I think it's like twelve or thirteen. Yeah. Why well, would it would have to be an uh, odd number? Would it have to be for the Supreme Court? Yeah. So so there's not a not top. technically. Well, we hadn't even number court before. Yeah. But, well, who breaks the tie then? The vice president? I don't know. That's what I mean. Like at the Supreme Court. I forget. It's in it's in the history books. Yeah. We did. I'm pretty sure we had six at one point or eight. Mm. I'll have to double check that. Yeah. We'll double check that. We'll we'll correct that next time. Yeah. So, um. So, anyways, that uh, that takes up episode eighteen. Yep. We wanted to really mention uh, some of the, the KBJ stuff and how ridiculous it compared to Cobb to Kavanaugh, um, the questionings that she got versus what he had to deal with and what he put on display in the. We apologize as the audio cut out there at the end. However, we were just wrapping up the episode. Um, so I apologize to um, you for not being able to hear Mike sign off. However, I will do it for him. Um, so you missed all the stuff about our social media and whatnot as the sign off. Um, so we again, we appreciate you guys listening. Um, we'll do a formal thank you for us uh, 
hitting over a thousand uh, downloads um, over the course of our 18 episodes or 17 episodes, I should say. Um, so we want to thank you for that, but we'll do that in a more formal way. Uh, next episode, as we were kind of rushing to get this done because we were, weren't sure how the audio thing was going to go. And obviously it kicked out after like two hours and 13 minutes. Um, so <clears throat> we apologize for that. However, um, please check us out every week. Um, we will be here, uh, again next week. Um, check us out on all Apple, uh, podcast mediums that you can, uh, desire really. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and of course our podcast host, uh, Podbean. Um, I think the only one we don't have is Pandora at this point. Um, hopefully soon, if you still use Pandora, even if you still use iHeartRadio, we, we wanted to have it accessible for you to, to use that there. Find us on all of our social media platforms at True Story Bro Pod on Facebook and Twitter. And, uh, you can email the show. Uh, true story bro pod at gmail.com um, let me just double check that actually is it pod or podcast I'm not 100% sure okay it's true story bro pod at gmail.com um, once again you know this is uh, we're going to shoot for next week barring any technical setbacks um, we're going to sign off same time next week same time next week And uh, we hope you have a good fucking week. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time.